0: you say, welcome to the 30-something movie podcast. Welcome to the 30-something movie podcast. We're going to
1: add that in. Right? Oh, yeah. Fasten your seatbelt. I am taking you for the oh. ride of your
2: life. I'm going to show you what this car can really do. Are you ready? I am ready. Hang on. Okay. Here we go.
1: Hold on to your butts. Look at him, kid.
0: To infinity and
3: beyond. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor at all. So you can go
2: ahead and ask me what you're going to ask me, and my natural response could be to get offended.
0: But well, fine, let's talk about it. Any thoughts of your own on this matter? But Is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you, you pawn it off as your own idea just to impress some girls? Just
1: another American who saw too many movies as a child. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like
4: uh, your opinion, man.
1: All right!
5: All right! All right!
4: You're listening to the 30-something movie podcast, one movie each week, 30 years in the making. God help me! I'm sitting around a table, (laughs) with four other people, for the first time in what? What do we figure? Four years? At At least
5: three years. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I I think the last that I remember we were in person. You guys were talking The Mandalorian had just come out. Okay. I had not gotten Disney Plus yet, and I had to, like, leave the room and walk around. We were recording at the school.
2: So this would have been in your yeah. old office, probably. Yeah. His old, yeah. Oh, no, we were
1: probably in your little, little thing, yeah. closet there. Yeah. 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 yeah.
5: I don't think we did one, because that was, would have been 2019, right? Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: I think we've been near the end of 2019 before yeah. we...
5: And then, oh, here we all are, guys. No, here we go.
4: So, here's Dennis. Here's yeah, we bad. have. Been there been. we go. We have. Some of us were able to handle the adult beverages we poured. What's for that one ourselves. called again? And some of us are Dennis. Some of us are Dennis.
3: Sambuca. What is it? <laughs> I don't know what it was. Slag of Rusty <laughs> Nail. And, <laughs> well, dra- and Drambui. Kids are <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
4: So, anyway, this Lemon is eight. the 30 something movie podcast. Lemonade. What I need and want out of each and every one of you is a hard target discussion of every plot point, story angle, camera angle podcast broadcast armcast arm and outcast in this film our that. movie's name. Right,
0: he just that. He's the fugitive. Practicing that in his head all. You know, I have. For the last oh, week. I haven't even. I haven't even talked to my family in the last couple. of oh, It's on days, his iPad I... right in front of him. This is why <laughs> you have... don't want to record in person. I we have, have some of
4: tricks. This. I have
1: some of this in my. We can, can see like all the wizards.
0: <laughs> well, you think I
4: have the whole, like when I go down the like actors and directors and everything else? You think I have that memorized?
0: Well, no, I know that's in front of oh, okay. you. But like, okay. Like all this other quote-unquote clever stuff. Oh, I some of the clever stuff is written down, but some of the clever stuff just rolls off.
4: Into what I don't know. That's the podcast
2: magic—is you never know what's
4: what. That's true. Let's see how it goes tonight. I roll away, of, my friend. Roll away. Half of half of what I do might be in post. So,
2: oh, I'm, trust me, more than half mm-hmm. tonight is going to might be more than be half. This, there
4: might be a little bit more editing than usual this I one. I so.
5: seldom know what's what. <laughs> That's okay.
4: So it's like the Matrix. pad. It's a great but plan.
5: Yeah. I, I think, think that makes part you part the victim yeah. in the whole thing. I could quite possibly be. Yeah we should get that out of the way right away who is the victim right. in this movie
4: so we put Pat and Dennis on opposite sides of the table from each other because they may try to kill each other based on a previous discussion that they are bringing into this uh, this event this evening So,
2: all I can recommend to the listening audience is if you have not heard our falling down episode you might need it for this
0: a little gonna, a little reference yeah. also because we're in my house I'd appreciate no bloodshed okay
2: so, That's take the bloodshed outside is if what
5: it's i it's going
0: to get to that. Go outside. Okay. We'll you can clean. shed all kinds of other stuff, but no blood.
2: <laughs>
5: yeah. Wait. No, what? All right. <laughs> Here we go. As the hairiest guy at the table, I try to I'll vacuum up there. I understand.
4: So, this, and this is one of the first times in a while we've had everybody all together,
0: too. So, yeah. wearing the shirts. Yeah.
4: Wearing, wearing our shirts wearing,
2: as well. Yeah. So we're a picture our that shows. I have a hunch,
0: John, will post. <laughs> we'll post if that you, out, uh, If you all <laughs> listen hard enough, you can hear our shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't <even> know. <laughs> and <the> shirts <laughs> are saying, help us. I don't know what that means. Help
2: now,
0: us. Help help publish- me.
5: Some of those shirts that are stretched out are saying, help me. <laughs> Indeed. We're going to have to publish like Save a... Save me. Like a, Is that your phone? Like a, Glossary of terms and Somebody's. references in this movie. Okay, what does that one mean? All right. Well, let's go around the circle. You can introduce yourselves
4: this time since we're not on Zoom. So, to my to my left, which nobody cares because you're listening to this in your ears.
5: Pat Cannigalo. Hey, hey. How are you doing, Pat? I'm good. Do I have to meet for Disney? It would be helpful. Hey, don't like, bang it, the table. I'm sorry, I got
4: confused.
2: Don't
5: okay, bang the table. It would be Say
1: helpful. Say a little if something into the microphone. <laughs>
5: Hey guys, how you doing? Don't be afraid. Of, see, that sounded wonderful. Was that good? That was great. I, did, I do yeah. what I can. Well, are you new here? What's I going what on? I feel, I feel like I'm new to this I,
4: microphone. a music teacher, but he's never used a microphone before.
2: <laughs> well, you know, he's a trumpet <laughs> player. You don't put a That's microphone true. on a he's trumpet. Trump and they're yeah. too loud. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> That's
5: true. It's just
0: the okay. The microphone thing is... Understood.
5: The microphone thing is new to me.
0: Okay. I'm uncomfortable. I know we're on switch seats. <laughs> No, <laughs> <With who? laughs> over here. You're, you're. There's no one. phones being dropped over here. Yes, there's no. Room. <laughs> you
2: don't know what's going on. In this Jeffrey, place. how are you
4: doing? And we are in Jeffrey's man cave. Hey, hey welcome we are everybody at, at Mizzouka Manor. We're, so thank you. For welcome hosting.
0: to the man cave, everybody. Tastefully
2: decorated in Star Wars yeah. and other movie memorabilia. Thank My you. I tried. Hats off to the decorator.
0: Thank yes. you. Yes.
4: Very thank nice. you. Very nice. How are you how doing, doing, Jeff?
0: I'm. I'm. I'm well. I'm well, I'm excited that one, we're all together. Yeah. Doing an episode, and two, we're all together in person. Yes. Doing an episode that's even better. So and, and three, that we're all here at my house doing yeah. this because it's, I appreciate you guys willing to price the drive and the time and all that too. Thank you for offering. Or, yeah. Thank you yeah. for so, offering. So hey, if it goes well and uh, we're not too rowdy, maybe we can do it again sometime. Absolutely. As so long as my wife says it's okay, I have to check <laughs> with her first. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Right.
4: <laughs> Well, I I was thinking of do, us doing mm-hmm. like a retrospective on Howard the Duck soon. So do you want to do that at some point? <laughs> Duck
0: boobs. Duck boobs. <laughs>
4: Guys, come on!
5: Dennis is feeling victimized.
2: Have you seen seen on Facebook those memes where someone says I'm personally attacked by this meme? I feel like that's that's where we're we're at now.
3: So, are the duck boobs the victim or rolling with the punches? Okay,
2: rolling with the lagavulin. This
3: is the best they got. (sighs) Bo, how are you doing?
4: Yo, yo, I'm doing well,
2: John. How are you? Keep drinking, you'll
4: feel better. Dennis indeed, is indeed. over here mumbling to himself. How are you doing, Dennis?
3: I'm doing good. I'm not John, and I'm not Pat, so I'm doing really good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
3: oh,
1: some anger. Whoa, Just, oh. <laughs> anger anger you, issues. Have you thought about <laughs> therapy.
5: <laughs> Just make sure the soda only costs 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: He's an angry elf. <sighs> <sighs>
5: so right. anyway, as I said earlier, our movie
4: John, tonight is... Here? But why are we here? I don't even know why we're here. Our movie is The Fugitive. Uh, this one came out on the 6th of August, 1993, rated PG-13 with a runtime of 2 hours 10 minutes. Directed by Andrew Davis, who also directed Under Siege and Holes. Writers for this one were Jeb Stewart, who did the screenplay, David Twoe, who did the story and screenplay, and Roy Huggins, who uh, created the characters, who had done the original TV series that came out I think it was in the 60s. And that one came out. Roy Huggins died in 2002. Stewart, Jeb Stewart did Die Hard. David Toy did Pitch Black. And Huggins did The Rockford Files. Producer was Arnold Coppelson, who died in 2018, produced Platoon and Seven. Music was done by James Newton Howard, who did Space Jam and Unbreakable. Michael Chapman was a cinematographer. He died in 2020. He did Taxi Driver and Raging Bull. And here's the fun one. Editors. This movie had six editors. Movies don't typically have six editors, especially movies that are up for Oscars. And I think this was like a one of the very few Oscar movies that had as many editors as it did. So it's it's a little crazy. Don Brochu, David Finfer, Dean Goodhill, Dov Heinig, Richard Nord, and Dennis Verkler, Dennis Verkler who died in 2022, they were all the editors for this one. Brochu did Volcano, Finfer did Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, Goodhill did Blood and Bone, Payneig did Last of the Mohicans, Nord did Species Two, and Verkler did Hunt for Red October.
1: Not a
2: bad resume, anyway. No, no. no
5: and normally I, you don't have that many editors unless it's going to be a complete disaster. So is that so just because like you've got a com- like too many cooks in the kitchen type thing? It, exactly. why, no, so why is that bad? Why so certain
3: films bad? that might well, and typically in a normal movie, it would probably be a bad thing because there's one person kind of with this vision and they're doing the whole thing. Okay. When you have you'll have this situation similar to I think it, I want to say Terminator. Any of those type of film. Anything that's got a lot of chase scenes in it. Chase scenes are very yep. complex and very hard to do. So my guess is they weren't all sitting there together editing the whole movie straight through. Right. He was in charge of this chase scene. He was in charge of that chase scene. He was in charge of different components. There and they put them all together. In that would be my guess. Crash. Yes, right. exactly. That was, and that's all they, they do got is one the chase. shot at that. So yeah, they ran right. as many cameras as okay. so they could. So they like, were probably assigned, that yeah. So they're probably assigned a different like section of the movie, a different set of okay. scenes. And they then combine all those chase scenes. Because chase scenes are complicated yeah and i know like for terminators the guy was like when i had the chasing and the when they were in the kind of the, the highway the motorcycle it, it was not the first one it was the one with the kid and yeah, yeah and he's talking about that chasing he's like like that was his chasing so there was other people who edited that i'm assuming had different oh, okay. parts okay. he wasn't the only editor so okay. usually you'll yeah. see multiple editors when there's high intensity action chasings yeah
2: and this movie
5: was like yeah it's all one big chase chasing
2: and depending on the film, at least from my limited experience, and Dennis can probably chime in with more, but sometimes yeah. the editor can affect the image, and the, the oh, way yeah. the story is told, as much or more than a director, depending yeah. on yeah. depending it? on that working relationship with the director and the editor. Like, because is, an editor can come in and make a cut here that the director never thought of, and the director's <laughs> like, oh, that's amazing. Or when you hear about studio interference later on, sometimes the editor made a cut that the director hates, but the studio's like, Ooh, we like this. Yeah. And then there's that whole war back and forth, so...
3: That's why good editors are like the unsung, you know...
5: That's why... That's like the Jaws story that... The Jaws story. The music, they
3: loved... Yeah. I think it was Mother Cutter. They used to call her... I forget what her name was, but that was her nickname. And that's who Spielberg trusted. Because he said, I wanted everything in. And she was like, no. That shark only looks good here with this many frames. And if you keep this many more frames, more two frames, more, it looks like a big white floating turd. You know? was I think the words of Spielberg is what he actually said. And... You know, he's like, I remember being on that barge. I remember filming this scene. So he needs somebody there that's a clear-cut vision of eyes to just be like, no, this is what works.
2: And who maybe isn't married to yeah. what he shot. Yeah. And
3: he trusts that he's, you know. he's probably not the editor. But, like, then you have also other, like, Quentin Tarantino and a lot of these other people. Like, I know, like, Jerry Lewis always always edited, like was in with editing his film. He wanted, They wanted that control over what it... Because he said exactly what Bo was saying, that if you edit it wrong, you can change the whole scene. So...
4: Yeah, and actually, I, I was going to throw this in. We normally don't go through and talk about the Academy Awards, but this one did win Academy Award for Best Actor in a Supporting Role, Tommy Lee Jones, and then it was nominated for Best Picture, Best Cinematography, Best Sound, Best Film Editing, and Best Special Effects, Sound Effects Editing, and Best Music Original Score. So it had a lot of nominations for this one. And editing, I, that was one of the things that I read, was typically if a movie has this many editors to it, like it doesn't necessarily get nominated for editing that this was kind of a rarity for that so budget on this one was 44 million box office was 368.9 million so it done well it, it did alright huh? mm-hmm. flickmetrics gives this one an 80% and cinema score gives it an A plus starring Harrison Ford as Dr. Richard Kimball he was in Indiana Jones and Witness Tommy Lee Jones was Sam Gerard he was in May, Men in Black and No Country for Old Men Selah Ward played Helen Kimball she was in Runaway Bride and The Day After Tomorrow Julianne Moore was Dr. Anne Eastman. She was in Far From Heaven and Hannibal. Joe Pantoliano was Cosmo Renfro. He was in The Matrix and Memento. Andreas Katsoulis was Sykes. He was in Babylon 5 and Star Trek The Next Generation. Anybody remember what character he played in Star Trek The Next Generation? Captain Tomalak? Commander. Commander Tomalak. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
5: Yeah. Well, it's easy after John says (laughs) it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. RSVP. RSVP. I know. But believe it or not, I was thinking about that. Into the microphone, please.
2: He was, his character on Babylon 5 was amazing. Jacquard was. I still haven't watched that. Oh, so
0: good. That, that's what you were going to say, that's, that. that's all I got. Oh, B- B- was, that's all I got. That's was Bo had
5: a Babylon 5 for the moment.
4: Okay. Were you going to have a Babylon 5 moment?
5: I was he just not. Gonna, you, I need okay. to watch it. Okay. He was okay. just going to
0: Babylon. Babylon. That's what we tend to do. Babylon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Jerome Crebe played Dr. Charles Nichols. He was in The Living Daylights and Ever After. And Jane Lynch was Dr. Kathy Walland. She was in Glee and a Mighty Wind.
0: Mighty Wind. so good. Actors. Mm. Great soundtrack. You should
4: buy it. Yeah. It's awesome. I, st- I have not seen A Mighty Wind yet. Uh, really? I know. Oh, I
2: dude. Need to see it. Really?
4: Yeah. I have not seen, you know what? I have not seen A Mighty Wind and I have not seen Best in Show.
2: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah.
4: I got I got some things
3: I have to fix. Yeah. They're on my yeah, watch list.
4: So.
2: I've seen Best in Show. I've seen Mighty. I've...
3: Parts of Mighty Wind. But yeah. I'm not sure a... if I've seen the whole Mighty, seen Mighty Wind, Mighty but Wind. I've it's seen
1: enough of it. Best in yeah. Show. Waiting for Guffman. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
4: <laughs> All right, uh, I got some trivia stuff for us before we jump into the movie itself. Harrison Ford damaged some ligaments in his leg during he gets the Solo mission hurt in every movie. He does. He like it's he broke crazy. his break his back in Indiana in, in Temple of Doom. Uh, well, in Temple of Doom but then he do it again in Solo. Um, um, no, no, no. Oh, why am I blanking on this? <laughs> the first of the new ones.
2: Yeah.
1: No, so he
4: broke his leg in that one. Yeah. Oh, uh, did he break his leg. Okay. like yeah. Falcon yeah. door. No, no. Why am I on We all love Star Wars. The Force Awakens. Awakens. The Force Awakens. Good God! Good
2: Lord!
0: It's the Lagavulin. Sure, that's the problem. He hurt his knee in Raiders. Hurt his back in Temple of Doom. Yes. Well,
2: he just goes hard. You know, when you go that hard, you know.
4: so he did hurt his leg during the filming of the scenes in the woods and he refused to have any surgery done until the end of filming so that his character could keep the limp because he thought that was great for his character. So anytime you see him limping around, that is actually Harrison Ford with a true injury.
2: So. I don't care.
4: I don't care. <laughs> you, you need to have surgery on that, Harrison. I don't care. Harrison Ford running through a bustling St. Patrick's Day parade was not originally planned in the script. It had been revealed that director Andrew Davis, a Chicago native, made this addition. The director was granted permission from the mayor's office to film on the day of the parade, and the entire sequence was shot with a handheld camera, adding to its authenticity. To make the scene more authentic, actors Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones were given no rehearsal and were instructed to improvise their actions during the crowded parade. Surrounded by camera operators trying to keep up with them, the actors were able to blend in with the crowd seamlessly. Ford even observed that his character's low profile helped him remain incognito for several minutes before being recognized by people in the crowd. So, that part was kind of cool. This cool. One of the things about this movie, because when we watched this about a week ago, I watched it with the whole family, and so Nora was watching it with us. It was the first time she'd ever seen it. And what was funny is, even for her, we're watching scenes and she's like, oh, I know where that is. Oh, we were there, like, when we go to Chris Kindle Market. Like, that's the whole little, like, courtyard area that we walk through in it. So it was kind of fun for her to be able to, like, watch this movie. And I feel like that's one of the first movies where she's truly recognized places we've been. Like, when it's filmed in Chicago and she can see it and say, oh, that's cool, we've been there. Time to watch Blues Brothers. Yes. Mm I actually made a, she was telling me about a friend of hers today that had a goldfish named Katie, and I asked, did she catch the Katie? (laughs) She's like, no, no, I think she got it from the store. I'm like, oh, okay. It took like a couple of minutes, and Sharon finally asked. She's like, okay, what movie is that from? (laughs) Doing bits on your kids. I don't know. I'm always doing bits. According to producer Roy Huggins, Gerard's line in response to Kimball's claim of innocence, the I Didn't Kill My Wife, was originally written as, that isn't my problem. It was at the request of Tommy Lee Jones to be changed to I Don't Care. And a wonderful choice it was. And a a wonderful choice. (laughs) Probably the, probably the most famous line in the whole movie. According to the DVD commentary, the scene in which the Chicago police interrogate Richard Kimball was completely improvised. Harrison Ford had no idea what questions they were going to ask him. This, I thought this was kind of a fun one. This was the first American movie in Chinese theaters in over 40 years. So I wonder they, why this one. I don't know. I just, I, maybe some restrictions had been lifted. but Other than the fact that it's awesome. Other than the fact that it's awesome. It um, but yeah, no, they, they uh, Chinese audiences were accustomed to only seeing local movies, and they were absolutely blown away when this one came out, and it became a huge hit over in China. So. So on, on the personal side, Tommy Lee Jones was a college roommate with Al Gore, former Vice President Al Gore. And then this one I thought was kind of funny. Samuel Holmes Shepard was a neurosurgeon who was convicted of murdering his pregnant wife in 1954. And this is kind of the basis for the original TV series, The Fugitive, kind of loosely based on that. The case at the time in the 50s had pretty widespread media coverage and was fairly controversial for the time. He was exonerated in 66 when the Supreme Court determined that the first trial's atmosphere had made due process impossible. And after 10 years in prison, he was acquitted at a second trial. But here's the part where, take that a step further. His friend and soon-to-be father-in-law, professional wrestler George Strickland, introduced him to wrestling and trained him for it. So Sam Shepard, the original person that The Fugitive is based off of, debuted in August 1969 at age 45 as a professional wrestler. I'm going to say he made a very poor choice in his nickname. His professional wrestling nickname was Killer Sam Shepard. Oi. Mm. I'm thinking if you get acquitted of your wife's murder and you'd spent 10 years in prison, <clears throat> maybe you don't call yourself Killer Sam Shepard. Problematic. But, problematic. At well, best. he's a victim. Choices. Read that's, the room. That's true. Yeah. That is true. he did wrestle over 40 matches before his death in April 1970, including several tag team bouts with Strickland, his father in law, as his partner. Hmm.
2: So, that's an interesting family dynamic.
4: It is. And at one time bit. he was. Thanksgiving's going to be really interesting. And it was one time he was a doctor. He was. He was a doctor. My guess is that maybe after 10 years in prison he was not able to practice medicine anymore and maybe that's why he did the professional wrestling, but not sure.
5: It's an interesting career choice. Who am I
4: to judge? Mm -hmm. All right, so the synopsis for this one. In a world where justice is blind and the innocent are punished, one man will stop at nothing to clear his name. Dr. Dr. Richard Kimball is framed for the murder of his wife. Through narrow escapes and adrenaline-fueled chases, Kimball goes to extreme lengths to find the real killer. You find that man. You find. You, you find. i pound you the find table, but man. I have everything in front of me. Pat, can you pound the table for me? Thank you. You find that man. There we go. Thank you. That was. Which one's better? Yes, know, that was, that, that was, was more of a knock. That's that was not. That's a buster. Buster. Yeah, yeah it was let's move on. on. Okay, moving on. But when he discovers a conspiracy that goes deeper than he ever imagined, he must race against time to bring the real culprit to justice.
0: I came home, there was a man in my house. He had an artificial arm. Are you saying that I killed my wife?
3: Are you saying that I crushed her skull and that I shot her?
4: Listen up. We have a fugitive that's been on the run for 90 minutes. Average foot speed over uneven ground barring injury is four miles an hour. That will give you a radius of
3: six miles. What I want out of each and every one of you is a hard target search of every gas station, residence, warehouse, farmhouse, henhouse, outhouse, or doghouse in this area. Checkpoints will go up at 15 miles.
4: Your fugitive's name is Dr. Richard Kimball. Go get him. First major moment, and again, this is just kind of a quick flyby of the plot of the movie, and then we'll kind of dig into stuff as we go along. First major moment, Dr. Richard Kimball, a vascular surgeon, is falsely accused and convicted of murdering his wife. So this is the scene where the opening credits go on for probably a good 20 to 30 minutes as we are getting to see the scene of him and his wife at the gala. And then later on, he gets called away to go into surgery. His wife goes home. We find out later in the movie that the person hiding in his home who ultimately attacks and murders his wife. It was meant to be him that was going to get killed there, but his wife happened to be the one that came home. And so this is the beginning of the movie where we have him, you know, accused of the murder and interrogated by the police and then ultimately being convicted, seems like fairly quickly, convicted of the murder and he is off to jail. Major moment number two is the bus versus train That is where he is being transferred to another facility. And so he is on a bus with a bunch of other prisoners. There is an attack on the bus, causes the bus to crash. Bus crashes and ends up on some train tracks. And then we have the very dramatic train crash into the bus there at the beginning of the movie. The very dramatic scene of then Richard Kimball diving off of that bus into the woods and starting his escape. That scene always bothers
0: me because of how crap the CGI looks. I know. After we get walking dinosaurs, you think they'd be able to think make so. that look a little bit more realistic? But whatever, that's my only bump in the film. You would think so. Yeah.
4: Richard Kimball becomes uh, Richard Kimball
0: MD. Well, I, and I think Patrick has a
5: thought. Oh, do you have a thought? Well, Is I have an
0: opinion on this matter.
5: The previous matter, but, yeah. but I can wait till the deeper thoughts. Yeah, go for it. The guy was waiting, the, the one armed man was waiting to kill Dr. Kimball. Yeah. But he killed the wife. Yes.
0: Wrong place, wrong time. Must be a burglar gone wrong.
5: Right. I I guess for the sake of the story, he had to do it. But like, I guess did they ever establish why? Like, if she came home, oh, just head out and.
2: I think she stumbled upon him. Right. So, as she probably threw something at him or whatnot, is sort of the impression I always got. Maybe
3: she identified him or like could witness like this guy broke in and that was I don't know. Maybe he's
0: just really stupid. Yeah. But he, he stuck around long enough, though, mm-hmm. for Dr. Kimball to come home. Right. Yeah. Like, that's that that's that's the questioning part there. It's like.
5: So know, he well, she, that that point, he figured he out to how to frame him job. pretty
0: good. If, if if he killed her. Well, he wanted to kill
3: him. Well, that, that's right. right.
5: He wasn't framing him. He no, he wasn't to trying him.
3: to frame it. But then when that happened, it may have been like, hey, this is also pretty good, too, that I can yeah. maybe kill him and do like a murder-suicide thing. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. No, th- and and it there's was.
3: There's no witnesses because now she's already a witness. So, right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, he's yeah, yeah. covering his, his tracks. He's already willing to kill one guy. So what's this person, too? Right. right. It's not like he had a moral thing of, oh, I'm just here to kill that guy. Oops, I don't want to kill
0: you. Right. Once he
3: he's. I was just thinking collateral. it makes
5: it more sloppy. Sloppy. A little job, bit, yeah. right? Yeah. right.
0: Yeah. It. Yeah. 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 He had to improvise a little bit.
5: He
0: wasn't very good, anyways. But they, yeah. No, he's not a very good criminal. Yeah. like a first first-year trumpet, you do what you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Improvise as mm-hmm.
4: best you can. It's true. It's true. So Richard Kimball, M.D., becomes Richard Kimball, P.I., and spends pretty much the middle part of the movie trying to figure out who the killer is, where the one-armed man came from, like where he got his arm from, and and breaking into hospitals to try to figure all this out. And so that is the, that's the big chunk of the middle of the movie, is him doing apparently what his legal team never did. That was something that I... Like, the more I think about this movie, like... I feel like some of these questions should have come up at some point, like when you are, first of all, when you're being interrogated, if you're a wealthy surgeon, you probably want to ask for your lawyer first thing. You know, that, that might be one thing. And then all these questions that he answers somehow as this amazing investigator, as he's also being pursued by the law, are all things that I'm like, shouldn't we have maybe, if the Chicago police... While they're investigating this, had been doing their job. Should we maybe have asked some of these questions and figured some of this out if we had done our due diligence before? But well, I think they it would be a short they revisit
2: movie. that a little bit when the they do, yeah. FBI yeah. is reading the CPD guy the
5: riot act, and he goes, yeah.
2: wow, we had our guy. It's Kimball," or yeah. something to that
5: effect. Well, well, it's funny because the scene where I was just like, "Wait a minute, motive like to get the money like that doesn't make any sense," and I was just like oh, man, I don't want to not like this movie. I love this And then all of a sudden Tommy Lee Jones in that scene So, wait a minute, what was his motive? Money? That doesn't make any sense. I'm like, okay, good. Now I'm back to loving this movie because Tommy Lee Jones, like, yeah. yeah. he He's asking the question that was in my head. So it, the movie people have considered that and they inserted that in the movie. Mm-hmm.
3: And sometimes cases are just blown. It's also yeah. it happened before. Yeah, where things absolutely. are done sloppy at a scene or whatever, or they just jump to conclusions because it looks like she's saying his name and it's pretty darn good. And
5: at a two-plus hour runtime, they had to get through that aspect quick because I think the bulk of the movie was supposed to be yeah. other the, the, other material, solving the mystery. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I again, listening audience, like, yeah, I don't hold anything against the movie. It's just kind of when you start thinking about, you watch it multiple times, so you start to think about all those other pieces. Mm-hmm. You're but, saying
3: you don't like is what you're saying.
5: Pardon me? <laughs> I, 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 well, so you're saying that you, you don't like it, right? Out.
3: Is that what you're saying, everybody? I mean, so all you people who love The Fugitive out there, his name is Pat Canigali. He <laughs> so does not like the movie. I'm
5: just going to
0: take a drink here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I right? like the
4: movie. <laughs> I care. I care. Dennis, would you like another drink? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> one of the next major moments is the one of the big scenes is the St. Patrick's Day parade that he is escaping and uh, then ends up running through the St. Patrick's Day Parade. I think my family did not appreciate the scene where he's running through the one federal building. And they, they start to close the doors on him. And he gets his foot stuck in there. And, you know, Sam Gerard is, is firing away. As he's running for those doors and they start to close, I was sitting in the back of the living room going, Close the blast doors! Close the blast doors! I was the only one that really appreciated that. And I'm...
0: I find that hard to believe. I, uh, I know. You don't say. I know. I was shocked. I, I
4: thought more people would <laughs> appreciate that. It's what'd you say? No, nothing. I, I can't, the, can't fix, even
5: hear you. Fix it across, post. across the table over here. The, <laughs> the look, <laughs> the look on post. Tommy Lee Jones's face when he realizes that it's bulletproof glass. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, He's just like, "Oh, are you kidding me?" <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. No. That's, that's
4: Let's see. Major moment. Fact,
5: oh yeah, go for it. The there. fact
2: that none of the guards that are standing there take a step mm-hmm. towards the door, like. Door's closing, dude's running at the door, a bunch of people running after the dude. You're a security guard for this federal building. You've hit close on the door, but you're just going to stand Yeah, but
0: with guns pointing towards the door, how close do you want to dive in front of that?
2: The door's closing, you intercept the guy, I don't know. I feel like you don't stand there, but maybe. I don't know.
4: I, just, I think that this movie is trying to show that all Illinois law enforcement is completely inept. Because if you succeeded in because, that. Because, because that was throughout the, goal. the because throughout the movie, you get the scenes where right, the first after the train wreck. Oh well, nobody oh. could have survived that. He's dead. <laughs> did, you, did you see a body? Did you find it? Nobody's doing their work here. Okay, Do you want
2: no, to revise right. your statement? <laughs> right. No. That
5: that is an interesting trope in any law enforcement mm-hmm. movie. There's mm-hmm. always one jurisdiction local versus federal local yeah. Versus, yeah. and sometimes it's and sometimes it's Reverse. the 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 federal is the expert and the and then sometimes it's the other one and then sometimes it's and it's kind of yeah it, th- there's always got to be someone that knows what they're doing and some what's either the big city cops that don't know what they're doing or the yeah. and th- that's that's uh, well it, yeah. it, it's kind of interesting it kind of gets into some of my deeper thoughts so i'll wait but that was that was an interesting trope to see that okay wait who who are the ones that get it who are the ones that you know?
4: And that's, uh, yeah. That's straight out one of your favorite movies, The Matrix. Yeah. You give me that jurist sure. my diction crap. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. So next major moment is Provasic. We discover that the killer is part of a larger conspiracy involving a dangerous Doug, a dangerous Doug, <laughs> That's, I think that was actually one of the other professional wrestlers. That was one of the other professional wrestlers that Sam Shepard was uh, wrestling with. Us. <laughs> yeah. Dangerous Marge over here. <laughs> dangerous dangerous Doug.
0: You will be you're checking every every 25 minutes. Say dangerous Doug dangerous and it. Sam dangerous A Particularly
5: dangerous Doug. Particularly, yeah. <laughs> Name is <Sebulba>. Definitely. <laughs> there you
1: go.
5: That just happened. Nicely done. Uh, Did wow. you hear that? <laughs> no. That was the mic drop. Yeah. Close, no, Close the blast door. I can't really <laughs> drop the mic because it yeah, damaged please don't. something. Yeah, please don't.
4: Okay. Thank you. That was that was nice. I you might have won the podcast. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, here we go.
4: Uh-huh. And then finally, we have the showdown at the hotel at the end of the movie. Gerard learns the truth. Kimball confronts Nichols and exposes the conspiracy and proves his innocence. And then we finish off the movie with Kimball surrendering. Gerard uncuffs him, and it's pretty much assured that he's going to be exonerated from here on out. So that is the movie. So is well, thanks for else? coming over, guys. This yeah, was great. Was great. <laughs> <laughs> good, uh, good podcast.
5: I thought you didn't care. I don't. And then he just laughs. I love that part when he's sitting in the car. He's just laughing at him. Don't tell anybody.
4: All right. Do we, any other major moments? Anything? I mean, we'll get into more stuff as we talk about our, our deeper thoughts here. But
5: okay. jumping off the thing into the other thing is pretty cool. The, the thing with the thing. <laughs> the, the, thing, thing, is, thing yeah. the thing with the guy jumping off the, uh, the header in the, into he, the waterfall. He, yeah, the, the waterfall,
2: waterfall, canal. Yeah, the canal or, or whatever. That's, that's the drainage ditch.
4: We are uh, we are professional podcasters. We use
5: words. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we use words, man. They may not be the right words, but they're words. Yeah. I I know a lot of words. Anyways, do you have the best words? <laughs> the bestest words. I heard I, some
4: of the best words might have been taken, but it's time for deep thoughts.
0: And now, deep thoughts.
2: I have an opinion on this matter.
0: Don't mince words, Bones. What do you really think?
1: I like it a lot. Wow.
0: It's very deep. Thank you. All right, so let me start off with it Dennis, You should just start hitting those bright <laughs> buttons over there and see what happens. <laughs> Which one's the Pat's plane Christmas. Which one is the... <laughs> <laughs>
4: They're so pretty.
0: Let's see. Pat's plane Where's the override?
4: There's- the override. Where's the override? The override. I can't. Pat's plane is the green one. Okay. So if you need to plant Pat's Plain, well, it's the green yeah. one right now if I switch totally screens it'll be something different if you want pat to reject something it's the yellow one ah that's even better if you want to talk about how there was our understanding there would be no math it would be the red one that's
2: important do not press the red button don't press the red button no, press press the. He so, disconnects, Pat's Mike. <laughs> He's number two,
5: <laughs> right here. You you must be very convinced you're right if you have to disconnect. Well, he my starts
3: microphone. getting it wrong. <laughs> he starts getting it all wrong.
5: Push that little button right
4: there. I'm going to start off with a, a softball, easy question here. Do you like this movie?
5: Yeah, this is fantastic. Yes, superb. Yes. How often do we use? Do I use the word? I always say awesome. Awesome. This, this, but this is superb. It is it is a mind-bendingly awesome movie. That's all, that's my from movie. beginning to end. Yeah, yeah. Holy, yeah. Butt. like there's there's
0: not a part of this movie that drags.
5: Uh, it fires
2: on all cylinders. It's from top to bottom, like just fantastic Act- acting. Acting. We talked about the editing earlier. Mm-hmm. The music. I mean, it just it's it's pretty fantastic. This
0: this this movie kind of revitalizes the the thriller mm-hmm. movie, right? Like. Yeah. <clears throat> I, don't, I can't think of a, a really solid thriller movie in the years prior to this without going back some, some without time. Without going back to Hitchcock? Yeah, I was gonna um, say Hitchcock, yeah. yeah. But like this really That's did something to, to that genre of, yeah. of the thriller, then you get the mystery aspect of it, right, trying to solve the crime. Mm-hmm. This and th- In the Line of Fire, I think the, the two of them yeah. really did something to take that thriller idea and mm-hmm. breathe new life into it.
1: Yeah.
3: Love it In the Line of Fire it's yeah, a good one. I would just say this one, though, I, I'm just comparing the two. I would just say, like, I agree that they're both excellent films. This one, though, I was going to say before we made the comment about that was it's one of those movies where if it's on TV and you happen to just catch part of it, like there's no dull part where you wouldn't want to sit there and watch the rest of it. Like mm-hmm. it's you're, you're already hooked, like you're, you're walking by and all of a sudden it's on. You're like, oh, geez, OK. And then you could just from that point, there's not like a slow scene that where if you walk by, you're like, ah I got other things to do. It's like the minute you go in, you're hooked into it. So
5: it's yeah it's it's almost You can like, jump in anywhere in that movie and it's, like and it's perf- good. Yeah and it's like a perfect balance like you'll get okay a little bit of and this is kind of what I was saying before with the trope of the different law enforcement agencies that all, you know, and whose turn is it to be the the not effect not effective one and but it's like you get inept. a little inept. You get a little bit of mystery. Okay, then you get a little bit of prece- police procedural, then you get a little bit of action, then you're back to solving the mystery. Then you're back to the police. It's like it, it really, it really, like you said, and you don't ever get dull. It's, it, and I can't think of a movie that, that, off the top of my head, but I just seem to think, okay, in some movies, it's like you watch a third of the movie, and that's all the mystery. Then you get like a third of the movie, and that's the procedural. Then you get a third of the movie that's the action. This one just keeps hitting you from, it really keeps your interest because it keeps going in a different direction.
0: Well, and the scene that could drag... And I picked up on this when I last time we watched it. As Kimball is at the one armed one armed man's house, he's doing his own investigating and trying to find put pieces together. I realized for a good portion of the movie, I was going to go back and watch to time it. There's no dialogue. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. no dialogue at all, and the whole time you're sitting there just locked in. That has the potential to be a scene that's just like it drags. Let's move on. That's something, but it, it. you don't even need the dialogue it's so well put together and so well acted that you're solving the crime with him you're figuring the mystery out with him you don't even realize nobody's talking
3: yeah that's a good point because as i was watching you brought up hitchcock and again there's a very hitchcock vibe to it like something type of movie that Hitchcock would make if he was alive at that point point. Oh, yeah. and then you also have like the throwback with the site it's almost like silent film action where it just is going but you're still watching it mm-hmm. so they had to rely on you brought up something earlier a good point for once and it was um, <laughs> it was about the facial expressions and about like facial expressions like there, yeah. there's so much that they do all the characters with just the little looks and the little things that they do which again is a staple of silent yeah. films so when you don't have all this dialogue you're relying on all of that and they all do it so excellent you know in an excellent manner and it's just the again the editors all combined it just make sure everyone did their job if there were six editors like i think all six knocked it out of the park it wasn't like okay those two editors kind of dropped the ball which is which is pretty awesome that they were able to do that with having six people but
0: and those moments too when when the deputy the deputies are getting or the marshals are getting really close Mm -hmm. and then they miss and they get really close again and then they miss and you don't sit there going oh come on just get the guy already like it just
2: well, I think it's because you're rooting for, for him. him. Yeah. Whereas in a lot of movies like this, you're rooting for the
0: Marshalls. You're like, right. oh, God. But, how but can you, beat? But you don't the guy. realize... Like- it's this movie. To me, this movie is made in such a way that you don't look at the marshals and go, "Well, those are the bad guys." No, you've no, got no. two. Two. You're
3: rooting you're kind of for rooting two for people. That, you're yeah, rooting yeah. for him to catch him, but you're also rooting for your yeah. yeah and it's what puts you. Away, there's no actual villain Sandra in this, only, like, except yeah, for the villain God God at the end, obviously, right. that yeah, he gets like, revealed. But up until then, there's no. You're almost kind of like, I just want justice. Right. find the truth. Like you're wrong. You like not You're wrong, but you're right, and you're right. You don't
0: necessarily know that Kimball's innocent either. For a long time, you're hearing his story of what he says happened that night. There's no no truth to it other than his story. So you have the the knowledge that the cops have.
5: And and you're kind of living it through the Tommy Lee Jones character. Yeah. Because as he starts to put things, and that's what I was referencing earlier when I'm like, well, wait a minute. It was a pretty thin thing just to say it was he had motive. And that's exactly what Tommy Lee Jones said. It's like, oh, I'm kind of experiencing this through the eyes of... Mm -hmm.
3: However, I would say that you do jump on board right away and get the the vibe to me that he is, like, it doesn't last long that you don't think he's, that you would think he's the murderer. He's doing, he's, he's like one of those characters that, again, it's written, kind of reminds me of, like, he's the ultimate good guy. I think of a Captain America, or I think of a uh, Kill a Mockingbird's character. Like, he's just Attic- a Attic- really, really altruistic person. Like, and it's shown by the fact that he, you know, rescues the guard from the train. He, he stops and risks his own mm-hmm. being discovered by helping the misdiagnosed kid person in the hospital. It's like... Like he's ultimately a, just the good guy. Right. He, he never does anything really he's, negative He's sticking his whole neck thing. Out he's there a good, more
0: than he should. If he's you truly could tell truly it's a good person. Yeah. yeah,
3: and and it's this is not somebody that would have killed his wife. This is somebody who is truly a good person, doing good deeds throughout the film, despite being his life on the line. Well, so, right. and
4: it starts with that moment when they have the bus crash. Yeah, that's and, what and, and the other the other inmate is escaping, and he's like, like, "Hey, be good, be good. Be good. Yeah.
3: yeah, do good." And that's what he proceeds to do throughout the movie he's always doing good things yeah. you know, while trying to solve this and not get caught
4: yeah for me this one was after the first time i saw it which i think was in high school i saw it for the first time and i want to say after watching this for the first time this was easily a two to three times a year viewing mm-hmm. for me like any time i think i had the vhs tape and any time it might come TV. on tv it was yeah, any any time any one of those times it was like all right i just need to put a movie on. What are my options? Star Wars, Fugitive, Rocky. I will do Fugitive this time. And so I I easily, two, three, maybe even four times a year, I probably would watch this one growing up.
0: And as many times as I watch it, it's never going to become a background movie. No. Because we all have those movies that we'll put on, and eventually it's just stuff that you start time and time again. The more you watch it, the more you start tuning it out. This movie, I can't tune out. No. I'm I'm in the zone. I'm focused. I'm in this movie with them.
4: So, I have a question for you about the, the scene where. Yes, John. Go ahead. Okay, thank you. The scene where they are running through the tunnels and he's at the edge of the tunnel and he, his only option is to jump off where they're at at the dam. And Sam Girard, you know, they have that line of, I didn't kill my wife. And Sam Girard says, I don't care. What do you think that that says about him as a law enforcement officer? Does that make him a better law enforcement
0: officer that he doesn't care? Or is that... I think it tells us that... It tells us, the viewer, that he knows his responsibility in this whole thing. Mm -hmm. He's not there to decide guilt or innocence. That is not his job. Mm -hmm. His job is to capture and bring in this fugitive. Yeah, Yeah,
2: He's a marshal. That's his his gig. Mm -hmm. He's not a a local law enforcement officer. He is not...
0: He's not invested in the case. His job is to bring the guy in. That's it. And I'd love the the fact that he changed that line from whatever it was cuz i don't think the other line that was scripted sells sells that point what was the other line the other line was
4: it's not my problem it's not my problem or something like yeah.
0: yeah i think just by saying i don't care really sells the fact that he
5: doesn't it
0: it's not yeah. his nope. it's it's
5: not on his radar either way either, either way it's like it's not like how do I want to say this? The other line makes it seem like that's not my problem. That's your problem, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't care about you. This, I don't care I don't about care. you, but I don't not care about you. Yeah. I just right. need to bring you in. Right. Yeah, A- like I A- don't lie. care about all that. That's I, not my problem. Right I'm there. doing my yeah.
3: duty. I have to do my duty. Yeah. I'm being loyal to my duty and my oath. of what And I need to keep to do.
5: him safe, because like he says before, he's like, "You want me to? I need to bring you in to keep to keep you alive before mm-hmm. something else happens." You know, I, before
4: the Chicago PD guns you down.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Because the, 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 they the, think you might have
4: killed one of the police, one of the prison guards. Right, mm-hmm. right.
0: Well, not that, but at the end, when the, when they they're going to associate not, him right. shooting the cop on the on the L. On the L- yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
5: I, No, and the other line is just more skeptical, mm-hmm. not skeptical, but more cynical. Mm-hmm.
1: You know,
5: I just don't care about you.
3: Yeah, like that's that. not my problem. Indifferent.
5: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and I think it's also it, I, yeah, all uh, all. What you guys were saying, I definitely had the same thoughts about that line. The other piece is that I like, he's like, didn't you tell me you didn't care? And Tommy Lee Jones says, well, you were pointing my gun at me at the time. Right. And, I mean, sure. we know that Richard Kimball is the good – he doesn't person. know that but he doesn't know no, that all yeah, he knows no. is the guy's got yeah, and, he's, wanted he's, and he's, he's sitting there shaking and all that i mean it's just like okay like well during that accident. conversation
0: too. i think that was like he was trying to draw draw out the conversation because they were tracing the call yeah right so like yeah i i, I recall you were pointing my gun at me right yeah. trying just trying to draw that out so
4: do you have of all the different kind of chase scenes in this movie the different interactions between sam gerard and richard kimball do you have a favorite?
0: I mean, is it the I, is is it that one? Is it the I don't care? Is it? I like I like the accidental one at mm-hmm. the prison at the Cook County yeah. prison yes. when when Kimball's going down, Go the, down, stairs down the stairs, stairs. Yeah, yeah. going up yeah, and all of a sudden he just like they walk past each other and, Richard yeah, <laughs> yeah and just like I love that yeah that's a good one. like no matter how much planning and tracking you're doing yeah just the dumb luck that that comes with the job as well and.
5: Play that back. I want to hear what an elevated train sounds like. I want to hear that right now. Wait, wait, wait. Focus on that. Word. Focus on that word. Focus on it. See, like I told you, you can hear an elevated train. It's the last thing he says before he. Tommy Lee Jones is just awesome. In this is movie. peak Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Man. yeah. This is peak and, Tommy Lee Jones. And, and here's 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 my food reference for the night. Right. I love I love I love spicy jaranera. Put it on a sandwich. Put it on a pizza. Put it in a salad. Put like I can put it. Anywhere. Now you always kind of like know the taste of Giardinera. It's going to, it's not going to blend in and disappear. Okay. (laughs) I got, I got that. But, but, but if you love it, but if you love it, (laughs) it, it's always good. And that's kind of what, like when Tommy Lee Jones is doing the Tommy Lee Jones thing, whether he's playing two face or whether he's playing Sam Gerard or whether he's playing the, was it the Colonel or the general in Captain America? Right? Like, He's always Tommy Lee Jones, and like it's—I don't want to say it's the same character, but there's so many same qualities, right? It's like mm-hmm. the Giannare. You're always going to get that taste, but when it's put into like these, it just adds so much. Like I—I I think he add. I, I, that's why I think I'm so. He won the best supporting actor Golden Globe and Oscar for this because it just added so much to the movie, and it's the same kind of thing it's in all his other Well, movies. and he got They're, the
3: see, and he got the US Marshal. And he got the US Marshals. The Same character his, his character was so good. It's like you can make a movie based right.
5: off yeah. his character. Well, it's yeah, great.
0: This character is written so well, and yeah. he just brings it to life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you know, and when we were when Katie and I were watching it, we were just like, what is it about about this character that just works? Cuz he sits back. Yeah. And he he doesn't really speak until he knows he's right. Yeah. He he carries a lot of confidence with him. But he doesn't like drop the hammer until he knows he's like when they, when the, when the, the prison bus guy, you know, he's like, yeah, he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. Yeah. And all of a sudden the deputy walks up and he's got the, the empty handcuffs or whatever. He's like, or, or I don't even remember what his line is at that point. But like, you want to revise your statement? Yeah. Something
3: like, yeah, something, yeah something like that. Something like something about the,
0: yeah. He might have got
2: away. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. Just like, just the way he delivers his lines, it's written in a way that like, Takes it up to nine, and then the moment he knows he's right, turns it up to eleven.
5: And he's got that like incredible—I don't know if it's sarcastic tone, yeah—but it's dry, it's like with but... that dry. But he delivers it for anywhere. right away. It's like, yeah, and it's and it doesn't matter whether he's just like care to revise that story or or what, what is it when he looks at the young kid. All right, I don't care what they say. Don't let them cut that ponytail. Like it, whatever. It's it's always delivered the same way, but it can convey. Like, just withering criticism or, like, brotherhood, like here, he did with the... Here's, here's what you're looking for.
4: Oh, wow, gee whiz, looky here. You know, yes. we're always fascinated when we find leg irons with no legs in them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: you yeah Just like, your
0: statement? Like, just that moment, like, as soon as he knew, he's right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He has great instinct, but he doesn't act on it until he knows he's 100% he right. Because you can tell,
2: like, just by right. his face that he knows...
0: But when you first Look meet him too, right? When like, he first shows up on the scene and he's looking for the the local guy that's in charge. And he's like, I need to speak with you. He goes, can you give me a minute? And he just stares at him and goes, okay. That's all he says.
5: And you're like, who is this guy? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
5: It, it's yeah. Tommy Lee.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones just really good. knocks it out of the park in this movie. And he was great in, in U.S. Marshals too. I'm really yeah. bummed yeah. that movie didn't land as well as
1: yeah. Fugitive yeah, was, did.
0: The whole yeah, group yeah. of them. He is their leader, but the whole group Noah. of them are awesome.
3: That's why I did not do as well. What's up? Because Noah gets killed. Yeah, Noah. I hate that part of that scene.
5: Oh, <laughs> and you're we're and talking about U.S. marshals. So yeah, that's yeah.
3: why I that's why I can't watch it as much because that one's just yeah, hard. That's I hate tier, that scene. Man. I like Noah. I uh, mean, could I'm not saying uh, whatever Pagliano guy could have got killed, Joy but like, yeah. i think like Noah was just like yeah, I was like yeah. the kid, you know, and then yeah. at the end he says the line gets. Downey at the at the end, he shoots him. He said, "Why did you have to kill that kid?" I mean, it's like a big part of that movie, yeah. and it just puts a downer on that movie for me a little yeah. bit. Now it was, I did like Us Marshall it was filmed at Winnie City Boxing Gym. There was a scene where in the shower. I was almost there that day. There's a scene where there's a, he goes up the stairs in a boxing gym, goes up a scene, boxing, there's a guy who's either dead in the shower up in the boxing gym, yep. and then he runs out. Yeah. Billy Hillman, if you're out there, Billy Hillman, yeah. Billy Hillman is seen driving his a guy that we trained and stuff and worked with, a good friend. He is driving away, and when they come out in the street and look, it's his car taken off. He That's went awesome. there to go work out that day, and he realized it was closed for shooting. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but he ended up in the So, movie. so his car is as he's basketball leaving, basketball yeah. He went there to go basketball. box. He's like, oh, it's closed because <laughs> they're filming the U.S. Marshals. So he had to take off, yeah.
5: So you guys brought up the team of marshals that good group the group it's yeah group the group of them. all characters all three all,
3: all the, all yeah. The, yeah. There's, it's just a good working group too. yeah and yeah. They you're, really, you're, you're, you like all of them. And
5: you jump it like you feel like it feels very lived in mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. like I, I would I'd love to find some trivia that they all hung out or so you know how yeah. they do that mm-hmm. they'll they'll mm-hmm. They get the right feel of it or whatever. but yeah, like it, I felt like. Man, this feels like a sequel. Like this mm-hmm. feels like mm-hmm. they've been in like like we've already known these people for a while. Yeah. And yeah. they've known And each they've other. known each yeah. other. Yeah. 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 That was really They all mm-hmm. know their own <laughs> it
0: responsibilities work. when it comes to doing the job and they're just as a network yeah. of people there.
3: Well, and I like the writing that the the writing of this. They never they didn't fall for the 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 typical, "Hey, here's the really bad local guy who's going to be a pain in the neck the whole time." Mm-hmm. They were inept. Yeah. The Chicago Police, in the they were in as, apt, as portrayed as by the movie. but there was no bad guy who was just trying to foil something the whole way. Right. Exactly, there was no like all oh, this, is, and and the the marshals, all the the marshals were not bad people, and Kimball wasn't bad. So you're like, yeah. there's nobody that you could just pin the villain hat on until the very end. Mm-hmm. Really, there's nobody you could, or you know, the guy with the no arm, but it's like you couldn't really do that with any. And normally they play each other against each other. Yeah. So again, you'd have that hometown guy mm-hmm. who's either. A thorn for the federal and stopping messing him up, and then there's either the the federal guy who comes in. It's the poor hometown sheriff who's trying to do the right thing, and he's, get, he's getting and they, usually they have a character that you really hate. Yeah, like he's just so annoying. You're like this guy, you know. Yeah, but like even in the even in the last movie we did, where you had the police chief, oh, you know, Jesus, here we just go. Just saying, the police chief in the in the in the one that we saw, like there was that guy that's just annoying. In this case, it wasn't. There wasn't one. If
5: you need money for a phone call, <laughs> Dennis, you can use my cell phone. I'd love to buy you a soda.
3: That's that's all the world needs, man.
5: That's all.
4: That's all it needs. I have the McLaughlin Group issue one drop. If I need to, if you need to,
5: <laughs> we, you could, need we, to could, have we a We could do that.
2: have a little little discussion
5: all I here. Am <give> <peace at you. laughs>
4: Jardinera. You know, I hear Jardinera's. Tommy Lee yeah. Jardinera. Jardinera. Yeah, Jardinera. Jardinera. That's yeah. the thing. It's, I mean, like, <laughs> it's, got, it's, got, it's got its flavor, <laughs> it's, but, when, but like, when you
0: put that flavor in something else, it just changes it, it a right. little bit. And, it, and right. if you Upset. Like like anything, if you if you Upset. love it,
4: let the Jardinera go. That's right. And if it comes back to you, When you put some Jardinera oh, yeah, it's Tommy in a Joel Schumacher. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs>
5: It was the same. It was the same. All that stuff that we just talked about, like and how he and the Sam Gerard stuff. That's what made his character so awesome, Captain America, and that's what made his character as an evil henchman, bad guy, not henchman because he was, dead, but it's Two Face, you know, mm-hmm. with, with the Batman. Was it Batman Forever? Batman whatever, Forever, yeah. yeah. Batman Forever.
0: I've never heard of that. Is that is that a movie? uh, (laughs) Unfortunately,
5: yeah, Yeah. depends on who you ask. I think. But he was super. It's a pretty. uh,
0: It's a pretty hinky Batman movie. Yeah, Yeah.
2: hinky.
4: hinky. But he
5: was.
4: (laughs) (laughs) What what is hinky? Don't use words that have no meaning.
5: And then when he walks away, even yeah, exactly. Like he has a little aside that he says. But he says after he goes,
0: after he's gone, then he says it, which we can all relate to.
3: You should open up. Brand of Gerard's Jardinera. Right, <laughs> awesome, man. I can't even say that one. It's like Doug. Yeah, it's like so the it's Doug guy you're talking Rob about. It's awesome. Gerard's Jardinera. It's awesome, man. Gerard's Jardinera. Put it with the with the slogan. You can put it on anything. Put it on anything. Put it, you can put on anything, and I don't care.
5: Anything. Yeah, yeah that's, it. That's, that's it. it. that's it. That's it, man. We gotta like call them up and like get, we, we could can be we it. could be the international the Midwest. People could go to our
4: merch store and either get T-shirts or Jardinera.
0: Or both. Or both. They can put the Jardinera on a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. You could. I don't care. I don't care. I don't, I don't mean, care what you I don't do. Care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. My resignation letter is ready to go, man. <laughs> <laughs> just needs a signature. Yeah.
4: So, Chicago.
0: <laughs> I've heard of My
4: that. My kind of town. you heard of that? Your kind of town?
0: Yeah.
5: It's fun seeing Chicago in the movie. It is. Sorry, I
4: I don't know. No, no. I, I was just going to say, Chicago is, there are some movies where Great a location from. is very much a character in the movie. And I feel like Chicago is very much a character in this movie. You know, you have all the scenes when I was watching it with my family too,
0: because you get the the St. Patrick's day celebration, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Which is a big deal for Chicagoans.
4: Yeah. I understand why they can't die. The river blue on the other 364 days of the year, (laughs) but yeah, no, it's just so much fun to see the different scenes. There have been, there've been moments lately where if I'm, if I'm going somewhere and I know that there was a movie filmed there, like I always try to take a couple of pictures or just, I always just try to like visit somewhere close by. So Christmas time we were in the city and happened to be right, right in the area where the steps for the untouchables were. So I'm like, Oh, I, I got to stop in here. I'm going in here. I don't care where you guys are going, but I'm going in here. I'm gonna take a couple of pictures. And, um, where we would film some of the scenes in dark Knight. Knight, you and I were in dark Knight. Was that on South street? South street. Yeah. Stopped by there a couple of weeks ago. And, but just, it's so much fun to see the different locations in the city here. And, Mm -hmm. and for that to be, you know, such a big, the, what was it? uh, The oxygen when they used to, that show that uh, David Collins used to do star Wars oxygen. Mm -hmm. It's like Chicago seems to be so much the oxygen of this movie. Mm -hmm. there's, There's so much of its presence in everything. Another funny thing that I, I, noticed or realized is they mentioned Milwaukee is having an L train. I don't think Milwaukee has an L train. Does it?
0: I don't know. I try not to go there. there Okay. I'd have to look at the Google. I've driven through there a couple times. I don't think it does. Hmm.
4: I don't know. I I just noticed that time around because I mean, I've been to Milwaukee a couple times. I just
2: can't imagine they would bother to say that if it doesn't.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: But on your, that jumping back to the question, I just, uh, the question about the, the chase scenes. Yeah. And you're tying Chicago, and I think that St. Patrick's scene is very Chicago, very, mm-hmm. just has a certain vibe to it. And the fact that you just told me, which I didn't know, that it was pretty much all improvised, I'm going to put that up as probably maybe one of my favorite scenes out there, because it okay. looks so well-planned. Mm-hmm. The reactions look well, so Especially good. since
0: there's too, like the other they're guys are on just... the roof of the, of the federal building, yeah, and they're, like, calling down, okay, so we're we going through the, what what's with the plaza, what's with the plaza, like, all of that. I mean, I was mm-hmm. just
3: going to say also just because the the handheld effect, but the fact that it's improvised so much of it, yeah. the handheld effect, and it's done because it throws you literally in the kind of the the disoriented sort of Tommy Lee Jones looking around. And he's looking yeah. around. And he's like almost getting lost in all these people. Like, I want to go if back. If you were literally trying to find somebody, yeah. and you were in that scenario, it actually gave you a kind of a, a nice little POV of what that would feel like to try mm-hmm. to
0: find a needle in a haystack yeah. right now. I want to go back and watch the extras just see if from like. Holy That's Harrison Ford. So
5: <laughs> I yeah. I read that bit of trivia before I finished the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I watched that scene, all of a sudden I started watching. And now you, like your second, because they didn't, like the organizers knew, but the, like the people walking in the parade didn't know, right? Which is... And Harrison Ford even said he was able to go for a few minutes before they recognized him. And then then you can kind of see, like in my mind, you kind of see people looking around and then suddenly doing a double take. And it's it's kind of, it's fun to do that. And just like, man, I wonder if that guy was just like, I was right next to Harrison Ford, because c- you got a person with a camera running up, trying to keep up with him. It's it's fun. It's fun to do exactly that. Mm-hmm. Well, in the
3: in just- the, the audiences or the the extras reactions yeah. look great mm-hmm. because if you had a guy coming through who's not who is yeah. this character, you'd still kind of give those looks like something's kind of off that this guy's the way he's mm-hmm. walking through. You would give like a kind of yeah. double look or whatever to somebody here. Mm-hmm. They're doing it because it's that Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. but it plays into the movie because you would be like, why is this guy walking? If you're a yeah. he looks suspicious. Like, what's going on? You'd, especially nowadays, you'd even look even more. Yeah. Oh yeah now you'd you'd more of a red 30s. flag.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Right, Now you're going to tackle him. Oh,
2: yeah. 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 <laughs> That's how he you, you look us for anybody back any. in the next yeah. movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, the Milwaukee Ultrain thing, it turns out, that is a movie mistake. Oh, okay. It's tracked on yeah. moviemistakes.com. Okay. Mm. There was no... Or never has been. No L train? Mm. Okay. The best they've got is some sort of streetcar thing. Yeah, the trolleys? Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah I... So I thought there was a something that goes up on the North Shore. Nothing? Or is that just the Amtrak?
4: Probably just Amtrak. There's Amtrak. an
2: Amtrak. Yeah. Okay. And then metro, there's, metro runs
5: to Milwaukee. Yeah, Metro.
3: Yeah, there's yeah, a Metro, there's yeah, an Amtrak, yeah, and they've got this thing they call
2: the, I meant the Hop, metro. which is like this okay.
5: trolley oh, okay. streetcar thingy. Yeah. But no elevator I, I thought the level. L is kind of the like a pretty... Well, Chicago's Boston's in? got the tea. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Got Seattle's got something. Yeah. <sighs> There's another one.
5: They mentioned St. Louis.
4: Yeah, you know, St. Louis has, has yeah. a little something. Yeah. if I remember correctly.
2: Okay. But it's not as prevalent as like the subway, might
4: yeah. Be. So, what is? I guess I guess for our listeners that are not from Chicago, because we we all live in the Chicagoland area. What is it? Because Chicago features so prominently in this movie. What would you? What would you say to somebody from outside of this area as to what the. That old car is worth money. What's it? That old car is worth money.
2: <laughs> Dean Richards to tell you all about it. Yeah. Empire what's, Carpet.
4: What is the personality of Chicago? Like, what does filming in Chicago bring to this movie?
2: Big. It's a scope thing. You know, you, you go film. This movie, I think, explores that because when you are in. North Carolina, and you're at the dam, and you're at the train. Everything feels a little smaller. You get to Chicago, and it's big, and it's easy to get lost, and it's easy to lose the marshals because the city has... He's ducking around a corner two inches away from these guys, and they're not seeing him because there's so many people and so much stuff happening. You know, there's a parade. He ducked right, and the marshals are walking around going, I got nothing because it's so big and so... So many corners and just Yeah, you know. I guess
0: if you know how to if you know the city, you know how to use it to your advantage, mm-hmm. which is what they suggest Kimball yeah. does, right? Kimball is from Chicago, he knows right. the city and he and he uses that. Yeah. The marshal, it really shows this is where the marshals are struggling. Although it seems like they have a pretty sweet Chicago office. Yeah. So I don't know if they're just using that temporarily or if that's their home base, in which Problems. case yeah. they really don't sell themselves well with being able to understand the city as well as Kimball does. Yeah.
2: It's a good question. If you're if you work for the marshals and there's a fugitive from Chicago but he derails in Carolina, who gets that call? That's a good question. Is it the guys in Carolina and now you're tracking him back to Chicago or huh? yeah.
4: If a train leaves
3: Boston <laughs> at it, 9 it, o'clock I, in the wait, morning. I understand an L there would be no right math. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. It was my understanding that there would be no math. Okay.
5: It lights up, too? It does.
2: <laughs> I know. It's all fancy. He bought this after we all were meeting in person. Pat's going to pour a
3: jar of on there and so. lick it off at the end of this. Don't don't touch it.
0: <laughs> if I push Pat's button, is he going to light it? Hey, too?
3: don't touch my buttons. <laughs>
5: with anything.
3: I was going to like him, I was going to touch him. Yeah,
5: Lick him. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's
4: my understanding there was going to be no editing.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> you've been oh. I, I misunderstood. I disabused you of that real quick.
4: <laughs> yeah. Ay. Oh, yeah, yeah. If this movie was released
3: today in Oof. theaters, what would be the reason you'd go see it? I don't know if it would be released today. you don't think it would? I know no, it would be. It might be written differently. I think there's a certain trust of the federal agents here that we don't have now. I think mm-hmm. there's uh, interesting with the whole pharmaceutical thing uh, about how that's because that actually fits from back then. I guess. I don't know. It'd be interesting.
5: I, you know, it's it. it it's interesting that you bring that whole piece up with the federal side. So I I feel like, not that I'm a, like an I, I watch every police show out there. But it it just seems like that that trope never gets old. There's always going to be that friction between the different jurisdictions, the different
3: jurisdictions. But I'm just sort of saying, like, I think like it's like you're pulling for the federal government here. You're pulling for Gimble. You're you're not pulling against any of those people. Where now I feel like there's a little bit more distrust in things, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it would be written differently. You too. think? There, okay. I think no, it would be said, written. Yeah. It could be made, but it'd be written differently. I think. Yeah.
5: I would like to go back and watch some of the original show. And just yeah. kind of see, it. obviously there's would be differences, but just, you know, because that, that's what, 60s? 60s, yeah, 80s. like early so, 60s. I mean, think. so that's 20, 30. That's roughly 30 years
4: roughly before 30 this movie. Before this yeah. movie. So so 60 years for us, 30 years from this movie. That right. was another kind of interesting trivia thing too, is other than the producer Copelson, I don't think anybody else working on the movie had watched the old TV series. Mm-hmm. So he was the only one. Like he he was the only one that had any connection to the old series. Nobody else. Harrison Ford is like, yeah, I didn't, I
3: didn't watch it. Yeah. But bring up your point about like, would this be made today? Like I'm, I literally think about like the whole vibe that we have in our country, even right now. It's just like, in this case, the pharmaceutical industry is the bad, bad guy in this film. It's the villain. And it's willing to kill people for the sake of profit. And there's a lot of people who feel some of that stuff, what gets buried, what gets left over, you know? So it'd be interesting to see how it would be written, how people would interpret that and would they read into it differently. Because of, obviously, current events. But. And would,
5: would people just be like, what? You're remaking that movie? How dare you? you oh, yeah, yeah. Oh,
3: I'm yeah. saying if it was made for the first time. Made for the first not time. Not remade, like not right. a remake, but like gotcha. the first time, would it would there be a totally different angle to yeah. it? I don't know. Probably not long
0: before this will be your remake.
3: That's true. So what would,
4: what would draw you into theaters? If this was being made for the first time, if you had not seen this before, you didn't know anything about it, but you went to the theater and there was a movie poster up or... Yeah, let's say movie poster. You walk by, you see a movie poster for this movie. What information on that movie poster is drawing you to come see this movie?
3: Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Harrison
2: Ford. Tommy Lee <laughs> Jones. Yeah. Sorry, Tommy Lee hey, Tommy Lee Giardinera,
5: yeah. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think because this was right when I came out. Right when I like had a small bit of income, like that I could, and a bicycle that I could like get to the movie theater and make my own mind up. And I think, I think a buddy of mine went and saw this. When it opened in the theater, and so I, it drew me in back then, and I, I think, yeah, the same thing. I mean, I think it's the movie poster is like Harrison Ford he's like like just it's him running, at, yeah. yeah, just him running. That's all I need. Oh, yeah. some dudes running, okay, that's gonna be cool. I like some... there's
4: maybe a blurry train in the background, but otherwise it's just him running. Yeah, yeah
5: it just looks real kinetic. Like well, there's... what's
2: interesting? We're talking about what would draw us in is who's in it, but if it came out today, it'd probably be different people. Well, so, yeah. is it what on that movie poster is going to draw
3: you in today? It'd be Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt running. Sure. I don't know if it would draw me in. That's that's the question. I don't oh, know. Right. Like, like right it, away. I mean I might have yeah. seen it, but I'd have to see yeah. what the plot. I'd have to find out more where I think back then it was enough that it's Harrison Ford. <laughs> right. Like literally yeah. like everything he was doing is just he doesn't this what he what he would choose to do is pretty Pretty good work, typically. Yeah. You know, you think of witness. You think about like even regarding Henry. I like, I mean, I liked a lot of films. Mm-hmm. Where it was like, oh, I'll go see that.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think to this day, we have a certain film. loyalty to thing. him. You're like, yeah. okay, sure, I'll give it a shot. Yeah.
0: And
5: I'm
3: trying yeah, to play yeah,
0: I played the game with Indy four,
3: and I think oh, yeah, the yeah, only, the only, yeah, the only I,
5: the only,
1: maybe, sure. I
3: lost. Yeah, the only strike, not strike against him, but like he, and, and it's because you also know that he wanted to get out of it, like the Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's not like a guy who just wants the paycheck. He's an actor, and he's not even part of like the whole Hollywood scene, from what I remember. I think he's very lives in a very different like life lifestyle and everything else, like not like downtown LA or whatever. So I just feel like he's an actor's actor, and when you see those type, of, it's like a Dan, Daniel Day Lewis. If I see a Daniel Day Lewis film, I want to see that. Film. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a certain people that you're like, I know That's that person's there. See. Yeah, he's why I, 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 see I feel that like I, I feel like I'm I'm giving my money to the theater or give paying that ticket that it's worth it. There's certain like musicians that you'll go like it's not just a Cash, just we're going to cash in on, on our past laurels or whatever. It's like something in that script that they liked. So, therefore, I want to see the script too because that person's in it. So, there's a certain trust with him, I think. Certain actors have that.
2: Yeah, he's why I want to see. I can't I remember the name of the show now, so I'm looking it up. Shrinking. With yeah, Jason Segel, like yes. the reason yeah. I want to see it, Jason yeah, Segel a little bit, but it's but Harrison Ford. Him. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That's yeah. why I want to yeah. see the show. Have <laughs> like, you watched the? Like, why would uh, he do that? Show right, must like, be pretty good. <laughs> sounds like Harrison Ford doing. Yeah. Do you watch <laughs> the television? Do
4: you he watch the, the uh, right. Yellowstone shows? Yes. Have you watched 1883? I have not. Or no, what, 1923? Yeah. I have not. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. I'm Thinking. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Oh, that's and that's the like a a gruff. Kind of like right. rancher kind of character, like that's the perfect character for him. Oh yeah, like, Harrison yeah. F-
2: the Harrison Ford to Kevin Costner through line mm-hmm.
5: that tracks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think uh, Tom Hanks also does that mm-hmm. for me too. Like, Tom, oh yeah, you know, he's. An, I'm trying. To, I'm thinking of like how many movies do I see just because that actor's in it? Really yeah, good. like I'm not
2: a huge Elvis guy, but I'm going to see that movie because Tom Hanks yeah. is in
1: it. Yeah, mm-hmm.
5: yeah, and back in the back in '93. What were the franchises that nowhere near, at least to my knowledge, nowhere near of what we have now with franchises? Where, well, I know I'm going to see these movies because they're the next in the fill in the The blank. Sequence? Of the sequence of. Were
0: there any in the early 90s? Mm. I
2: mean. Well, you did have the first Jurassic Park, but we didn't know it was. But at the time, we didn't know it was going
0: to be the first.
2: Yeah, you know, that was an interesting time. It was kind of pre sequel. Yeah. I mean you had the Star Wars and whatnot, but it was pre the the the
3: big
4: You had a, a lot of the a lot of the sequels like wrapped up in the late eighties. Right. Mm-hmm. So you didn't really have too many at this uh, point. There wasn't
0: wasn't much carrying over. Yeah. They and weren't, I think that they weren't, doing, rocky, but no. they weren't doing remakes right back then. Or no nowhere near in the amount that to the degree. degree now. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. And I think that stuff
2: sort of goes in cycles. You know, yeah. the, the audience changes and people are sick of the same old, same old, so they stop doing the, they stop doing the sequels and the part threes and the part sevens and the Rocky 5000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
4: Lettered part six.
5: Exactly. And that's kind of the, uh. the that's, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I interact with some people and ask them about movies and their, their opinions would not go well over in this podcast in terms of franchises and big blockbusters and all that. They, like, I, I've got some people that I'm very good friends with, very close with, and it's just like why very skeptical. Why am I friends with them? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because contrary opinions are a good thing, but uh, no, but they're uh, they're very skeptical of, of of like the big franchise thing. Sure, like I, they want to like hey, if I'm going to go out and see something, I want to see something unique, mm-hmm. and I want to see something new. I don't want to go. you know, Well, now I... that it
0: costs so much to do that, yeah, you want to make mm-hmm. sure that you're not just throwing your money away, right? Totally.
5: But then I, I also understand that it's a business, but it's but that's just interesting that, like, movie... I'm not going to pretend to explain the movie business. I'll leave that oh, I'm going to be so pat explained. No, I just... All I was going to say is I can understand <laughs> where... If you're... His finger's
0: hovering money. over the button. Keep yeah, going. Yeah, I know
5: it is. Well, no, I was just going to say, like, if we can make money from something, and then, like, if they're going to put money towards it, it, it already seems like we're going to do one, we're going to do three, when the money's already there kind of thing. Whereas I remember it was... Was it Lord of the Rings when Peter Jackson did those? He had approval to do all three, and that was, like, revolutionary. Like, that was oh, a big deal. That was a big deal, and that was... And then
0: you turned The Hobbit into three movies for reasons I don't understand. To this day. Other Still than bad. money.
2: But, I mean, okay, back to the future. Two and three were shot at the same time, so mm-hmm. there's a there's
5: a franchise mm-hmm. of sorts. But, that, um, but again, that was something that... that you finish back to the future two and the credits like suddenly you were in. it was like wait what you were and i remember when we recorded the podcast like i remember being a kid going oh my god they're coming out with another one like right next oh, that was a big deal yeah, yeah. that was yeah. like a huge deal
0: well and the reveal that after the first one there was like going to be a sequel yeah like all of a sudden the first one ends you're like wait yeah. a minute what do you mean to be continued
5: yeah you wanted to see, you wanted to see more story.
0: So that's very much like the fugitive, which is why we're all here tonight.
1: Oh yeah.
5: yeah. I don't. Know, I'm, so, I'm just. I'm just kind of ruminating on things and and you know all that. Like why would you go see a movie? And now yeah. I go see a movie because I. Why am I going to go see John Wick four? Because John Wick one, two, and three are beyond crazy awesome.
4: Why did I drop money to go see Cocaine Bear? Because Cocaine Bear. Because right. Co- so, so that was because something. cocaine is awesome. Yeah.
1: See, there's a there's an example there's of, a, of a something that's original. Unique. Story. Of, right. The uh, the thirty
4: something movie podcast does not condone mm-hmm. the use of <laughs> illicit drugs. <Yep>. I will <laughs> admit, I want <laughs> to
2: see Cocaine Bear, but I will probably the, the, the hermanos the Hermanos
1: Rodriguez. Do not. Was be <laughs> be. i will going to say I'm
2: going to enjoy it. it, and there might be some. That was Repo Man. It. That was Repo. But man. going to enjoy Cocaine Bear yeah. because that looks awesome. it is awesome. It just looks. awesome.
4: Oh, by the way, quick quick interruption here. Mm-hmm. If we are ever gonna like get together to go see a movie mm-hmm. at the same time, cocaine bear in person. 2. Cocaine Bear 2 Electric Boogaloo.
2: Sure. The search for more money.
0: Uh, the yeah. Search for more code. <laughs> that's it.
4: <laughs> they have a new this is where I saw Cocaine Bear is the Alamo Draft House. Mm-hmm. I think I sent you guys pictures. Yeah. You did? Yes. It is the whole thing is kind of John Hughes eighties movie themed. Mm-hmm. And you can when you go in there, there's the bar that's there, that's part of the box office. Mm-hmm. And I, I love the Alamo Draft House theaters anyway, because you don't talk in the movie. If anybody talks or takes their phone out, you get kicked out right mm-hmm. away. But the whole setup that they have that's all 80s themed and everything, you can rent. They have a bunch of old VHS tapes that are some really obscure stuff. You can rent a VCR, you can rent the tapes and, the, and you go watch them and then bring it back at do some they point. They
2: cabling with the VCR because... <laughs> yeah, I think so. That would be a challenge for yeah. some folks. No, I
4: think they do. I think they do. But no, the whole the whole setup they've got is, is so much fun. So... I don't know. If we ever Was get the at? opportunity yeah. to all go down to like Wrigley, Wrigleyville just to mm-hmm. go see a movie sometime, then we, we need to do the then we well, go
0: down there to see a baseball game. That's true. <laughs> wow.
5: Wow. I didn't even go there. You didn't man. Go there yeah. I, I don't even go there day. like that. Well, yeah, if see. the White
3: Sox are playing.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Especially they, this year. They still play. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I mean, you guys give me a hard time. Boy, for you guys
3: just, years. yeah. Did you guys even see your record last year? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I, can I, you even name a player on your team? I don't even think I watched TV last year. He's <laughs> just traded all of them away anyway. I don't know who the heck's on that team.
1: I don't know. I've waited my whole life, Dennis. Just let me enjoy one day. Please just let me enjoy one day.
5: You couldn't even, even name a lineup, can
3: you, on that team, man? <laughs> Not this year. No? No. He still play. has the, the the all the memorabilia from Kerry Woods back there. I mean, what is that? That's like having Babe Ruth stuff up. How long ago was that? Jeez. Yeah, how many
2: times did the Sox drag out Blackjack McDowell? <laughs>
3: now we're moving out. We're a team of the future.
0: <laughs>
3: years. You guys are in the years, past. Years what's, you, what's, in the what's the theme song? Why the they of Chris Bryant? White Sox. Why the they of White Sox?
1: <laughs> 2016, man. <laughs>
3: 2005,
0: man. <laughs>
3: oh, no, we're going 2023 here. <laughs>
4: okay. <laughs> we'll see, man. On that note, are we ready for three questions?
1: <laughs> Just, like, <laughs> Jeff, out of Jeff started it. <laughs> no, it didn't. Jeff
0: started. He touched me.
1: Hey, for the Whoa. Oh. Uh, for,
3: Hold on. Hold minute, on. Minute,
1: for minute. the yeah. record.
0: He touched me first. Dennis is across the table. I couldn't reach him if I tried. <laughs> That's true. Dennis, can you show me on this doll? <laughs> <where> <laughs> wait
5: a minute. Who brought the doll? <laughs> <laughs> Why is there jar near this doll? Frankly, frankly <laughs> I, man, I don't care. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: Oh my gosh. <laughs> Pat,
5: you had a question. <laughs> yeah, maybe I did. What was my question? I don't know. Oh don't no. Know. Alamo Draft House. Yes. They bring you food.
4: Yes. Although that <laughs> night, and there were many angry people, their popcorn machine was broken.
5: Oh. That, yeah, angry that's people. It was so. A is problem. it is is it like I mean, knowing know. full well that I could just Google it, but that's not yeah. doesn't make for a great pod. Oh yeah, yeah. you're doing this um, for the audience. You're asking I'm, these questions I, see, for the audience. The the, I'm serving the audience. <laughs> yeah. I am serving He's the audience. questions people, they're people, thinking folks. right now. I'm you're a saving man, them a Google I'm search. I'm every man.
4: So Pat is let allow Pat to Pat-splain you. You've been Pat-splained. Pat'splained. Go ahead. Please, I failed go the ahead. podcast.
5: What the heck were we talking? About? I don't know. Alamo Alamo Draftat. Draftat. Food. Oh, food. So, do they bring you? Is it like hot dogs and chips and other? Or is... Oh no, no, it's good food. Okay, it's good stuff. Is, is there like a table to eat, or do you get like a? Yeah,
4: you have like a little table in front of your seat.
5: Because I'm trying to think of my chance. Get a party of... pal. Bring, your, might, party pal might, yeah, bring your party like pal. Bring your party pal. That might be my option to stay awake at movies. It could be. Like, I could... yeah, you can just keep <laughs> eating. Eat ordering
4: food. You got a little button to push. If you want more stuff, you just write it down on a piece of paper. You push the button. You slide it on the paper. They bring you more stuff. That's like at yeah, the, what's uh, the Texas State mo- we were discussing where you put tonight. The... Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. So that's it's very what, much like the it's future, like which that, but is but what wrong right. here
1: tonight.
5: Reminds me after the pot, I got <laughs> three to questions. Go three questions. Yeah, yes. Each traveler questions. five
0: questions. <laughs> what three is the three questions.
5: speed velocity
2: of an unladen swallow.
4: <laughs> All right, time for three questions.
2: He asks each
5: traveler five questions. Three questions. Three questions.
4: It's impossible to answer.
5: Impossible because you don't know the answer.
4: Nobody could answer that question.
0: And may god have mercy on your
4: soul. Like being a Pet's, yeah. Nurse. They have to I mean they have to pay you have to pay for the food. But I'm yes, fine they paying for the food. Oh yeah. And it's, gonna, mean, it's, it's
5: we're good paying for it right now. We all heard that
0: yeah. it's on pat when we go. Okay, it. so I'm I'm Pat's fan. Okay.
5: I'm not going to like get angry and bash up a shop or something just because I don't like the prices. Yeah. I mean, like I understand. I mean, sad. the
4: prices are a little steep. So It's <laughs> fine. Yeah. It's fine. They do not charge 50 cents for a coke. That's okay. You'd be okay with that? Well, it's okay for
0: pat. Okay for. I'll just at the table maybe not.
4: Yeah, that's true. Well, did you just put change
0: in the change drawer? As long as the movie's
5: in English. <laughs> I'm going to go. I get John, I'm going down to Wrigleyville to watch John Wick for tonight.
2: There you go. you got at least All right, well, let me know, four more hours before you need to sleep. So. Yeah. I, oh.
5: That's true. Are you
4: kidding? He's probably slept three times since we've been here.
5: <laughs> when do we, just wake me up when we start.
4: <laughs> Jardinera. Jardinera. Jardinera, Pat.
5: All right, what's our okay. first question? First
4: of the three questions.
2: Tommy Lee Jardinera.
4: If you were assembling a team to track down a fugitive, what three
0: movie characters would you choose? No one at this table. <laughs> I was just about to <laughs> say Dennis and John and Bo and Jeff. <laughs> what three movie characters? What three movie
4: characters would you choose? I've been thinking about this all day. I'll, I'll even throw in like TV show characters.
5: Oh, come on, John. No, okay, never off, mind. Then movie characters. Five,
4: five, five, five. Wow. Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> okay. Ursula Andrus. Catherine Jenner. <laughs>
1: and Charles twice. twice, Monica God. Bellucci. Hey, hey, hey!
2: No, but you know what? You bring up a good point, James. So Sherlock Holmes, James Bond. Sherlock Holmes, James Bond, and you
0: need you need a gadget guy. So maybe you don't need a gadget guy. There's no gadget guy in this movie.
2: Yeah, I know, but you, you kind of need one these days. If you're searching for somebody, you need someone Spectre like gadget do the internet voodoo. So I forget the name of the character, but it's Fing Rhames' character from Mission Impossible.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay. You need that guy. All right. Luther. Luther. Bingo. Luther, yeah. Yep. I can't wait for Mission Impossible, whatever
4: they're on. He's going to go to the Alamo Draft House and watch it tonight.
5: Exactly.
0: Doesn't matter it's not coming out yet. So I'm I have a very obscure character. I love it. Perfect. But I'm going to say one of my three might be Ed Exley. Okay. Guy Pierce's character from LA Confidential. That's, uh, yeah, that's like yeah. He's a very clever, clever guy. Not a strong guy. Mm-hmm. Very smart. I'd want him on my team. Okay. Rick Deckard. The other two, I'm not there yet. I don't know. Blade Runner. I think you took mine. Yeah, that was one of mine. Rick Deckard.
2: Yeah. Mm, nice.
4: Who else is on your team? Okay. This is a me tough me. question. Yeah.
2: There's a the there's one, obscure... I, the one I put off and never got back to. <laughs> <laughs> there's an obscure TV show from the I want to say mid to late 90s. Time Tracks.
3: Oh yeah. If you're going TV, yeah. I want Columbo. Right. Wait, we're introducing uh, TV. Yeah.
5: Well,
1: well he, that's what know. he. Well, they TV didn't throw a home fit home when home.
4: I mentioned it.
5: Yeah, so well, they because can I it. had a TV list, <laughs> and I threw a fit. <laughs> that's why. <laughs>
4: then, boy, why don't you just shut up? And just include Give your TV people, coat. and don't throw a fit about it. Okay, that's fine. Throwing a fit over or something like that. Yeah. You just fine. eat your... You I'm know just, what? I'm a
5: little rattled, but that's okay, because, you know... Okay, cause, you know you go home,
4: drink your drink, eat your jardinera, and okay. you'll be fine. Maybe Jack <laughs> yeah. Bauer. Jack yeah. Bauer. Yeah,
5: yeah
0: maybe.
2: So, tangential, that new movie looks... That new TV show looks good, too. The new Keeper oh, yeah. Sutherland thing? Yeah.
4: What's it called? A rabbit Hole? Yep. Yeah. And then maybe Mandalorian?
0: Maybe. Yeah. Mandalorian.
2: Yeah. yeah. Fett? Maybe Vic Mackey. Mm.
5: Okay. You ever
0: watched The Shield? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vic Mackey would be okay because the and the premise on that show he's 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 a cop, yeah, but I he's not a, he's not a oh. good a good cop.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Very ethically questionable, but he he always manages just to stay one step ahead. And you you would want someone that would think be able to think that way on your team. The one that I forgot was Harry Callahan,
3: Dirty Harry. Oh, Oh, right Right on. on. That was the one I had earlier. Those two, I had that and Rick Deckard, and then I couldn't think of the third.
2: Jules from Pulp Fiction? Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. I had, my three were Rick Deckard, was one of mine, Leonard Smalls from Raising Arizona, Bounty Hunter from that, and And and, uh, I'm picking the Entity from It Follows. Because it's not, <laughs> it's, it's not going to stop. Like it's just going to keep going. It's going to track down that's the first. Not in the so rules. That, there are you no made rules. The rules so I don't know. <laughs> there are no rules, other than Pat can't list TV characters. That's
5: a, that's a hard rule.
4: Yeah. That's a hard rule. I love you, Pat.
5: That's okay, man. Yeah. That's okay. I can I can rise above. Okay. I don't want to. I'm not going to walk LA around Club with the we'll victim mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's, that's, I'm not going to go like mm-hmm. walk through a golf course. Right. And, and I mean, but if you're across. having a bad day. She, isn't she? Pat, I don't know if you know I'm this. Maybe. Sometimes when you win,
4: I'm my you really lose. You really lose. Yeah, so,
3: you're right. I'm yeah.
5: mixing my movies. All right. I'd say Vincent Hanna. What about oh, yeah. Therese, I'd say mm-hmm. Vincent Hanna. Yeah. I would say Wolverine. That'd
4: be a good one.
2: Oh, Track someone down. That's
5: solid. And then, uh, I, and I know I'm recency biased, but I'm gonna say John Wick. Okay. That like guy can hunt people down. And...
4: Okay. All right. Are we still thinking about this one, or are we moving on to two? Your show, man. All right. If you guys want to keep thinking, you can keep thinking. Question number two: What is your favorite fictional character with a missing body part?
5: Does it disqualify them if the body part was replaced with something? No. Robocop. Is that where you're going? Oh, now I got something to think
0: about.
4: Mine is Ash Williams.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Um Dead uh, uh, movies. The yeah. mm-hmm. Boomstick. Yeah, mm-hmm. Farewell to Arms.
2: I was thinking pretty simple. I was going Nick
5: Fury.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's a good one.
5: That's a really good one.
4: You realize how closely related this movie, The Fugitive, is to Hitchcock's 39 Steps? It's got some really similar stuff in it, and doesn't the villain, isn't he missing like the top of one of his fingers? So he's basically a one-armed man.
0: Basically, though. That's a stretch.
4: It is a bit of a stretch. I needed to stretch. I was feeling a little sore. Well,
2: Sounds like a personal problem.
4: It is a personal problem. So, favorite well, fictional character well, with a well, missing well. body part?
3: Well, I went... <laughs> the first thing that literally popped in my head when that when I questioned when I read it, I don't know yeah. why, Roy Munson from Kingpin. There
1: you mm-hmm. go. That's <laughs> a good one. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I was it's like, good. I know it's it's
3: not one. the genre we're talking about. Yeah, it doesn't that matter. Doesn't matter. I don't know why that just There's popped right no, in. No no genre
4: Munson. listed. First yeah. one. First one's the <laughs>
2: best one, usually.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> the yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one, no one, I was just going to say, the last 30 <laughs> seconds of the podcast, no one knows what I just referenced, but.
3: I think that if they know that movie. King if, King, they they know, that if they knew the that movie, the sound effects, yes. if, yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: about Chubbs from Happy Gilmore? Ooh, yeah. good one. That was a good one. Rooster Cogburn. <laughs> He's missing an
3: eye.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> there you go. Rooster Cogburn. Rooster Cogburn.
0: Do you want to stick around tonight after the pod and watch
5: True Grit? Yeah. Which one?
4: <laughs> yes.
0: Yes.
1: yes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> there? <laughs> can I sleep over? <laughs> <laughs> Does the couch pull out?
5: I'll sleep on the floor.
1: I okay. sleep better on the floor. <laughs> okay, but something's pulling out. <laughs>
0: All right, then. Do I have a just sound drop for the 30
4: podcast out. after dark? No,
3: bad. No. No? Okay. <laughs> nope,
4: Timestamp. Yeah,
0: well.
1: Yikes. All <laughs> <laughs> right, then.
4: If you remember to edit, just edit this part, I guess. <laughs> I don't care.
0: I don't care. I don't care.
4: You're going to have to edit this episode. I don't care. Missing body parts. Any other good missing body parts? Arms, legs. Hands. Eyeballs. Hands. Doesn't matter. Heads.
5: Luke Skywalker. Luke,
4: yeah. There you go. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Bombi from Return to Oz.
5: Mm. Ooh. Creepy. Yeah.
0: Lieutenant Dan.
4: Somewhere over the rainbow.
0: Now that sounds like Lieutenant Dan. (laughs)
5: Thought-provoking questions. Everybody's deep in thought.
1: Yeah.
2: Deep in something.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to think of characters that are (laughs) missing body parts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a very short list, and I'm sure there's a lot more.
5: Yeah. Inspector Gadget.
0: (laughs) Did you just say Inspector Gadget? (laughs) (laughs) Because I
3: brought up earlier, I just thought of that. It's
0: it's John's fault. (laughs) Always. When in doubt, blame the host. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right, what's the third question? All right, the third question is,
4: what is your favorite movie that started off as a TV show?
2: The Wrath of Khan.
5: There you go. Mm. Oh. That's, that's probably one of mine. Now, that's interesting. That's an. This is an interesting angle. So are we doing... Can it... Mm. Oh, oh just we have broke path.
4: Did you watch the wheels just grind to a halt right there? <laughs> you could see it happen in real time. Oh, so here's
5: <laughs> the thing. Star Trek. Uh-huh. They, got,
4: they got clogged with jardinera.
5: Star Trek no. Star Trek. Okay, TV show to mm-hmm. movie. Bo talked about Now that was a specific episode of Star Trek going yes. to a specific movie. Is mm-hmm. that the bar? He just said a pretty That was pretty like that was outstanding. That was like wow. I, yeah. I don't know if there's another answer. Yeah. Yeah, actually yeah. that'd be good. Yeah,
0: good. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. There you go. Yeah.
5: Ooh, that's which, solid. which okay, like, but if we're linking, like I'm I'm like like what Bo just did. The look in your eyes scares me a little <laughs> bit. I'm just saying that was pretty <laughs> incredible. He picked a direct show to a direct movie, not yeah. just, hey, Star Trek to Star Trek the movies. i going to have to Google some of this. The stuff. only other thing I can think of would have been, like, remember the cartoon, the real Ghostbusters? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's reverse, but in sure. timeline. I'm surprised oh, you didn't go Mission Impossible. I was going to say well, that. was really that my was, answer. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Mission Impossible is yeah. my answer. Oh, okay. I'm just saying that, like.
0: Naked Gun? Make a gun,
1: a
2: gun, yeah. Yeah, from the files of
5: police squad. Hey, and wasn't Mission Impossible, in the original Mission Impossible movie, Ethan Hunt, his boss, or the the, the guy that was the head of the team, yeah, wasn't he so. the main guy from the show?
4: I think so. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. Because I remember... There was a connection there, yeah. Because I remember John seeing... John No,
4: it was a different...
5: No, John Voight was playing him. John Voight was playing... Was playing the character. Was playing the character, yeah. but it was a different... It, gotcha. the character same character, different actor. Yes, but I remember seeing that movie with my dad. My dad goes, "Yeah, I feel that like that's kind of unfortunate that they made." They made Jim
2: Jim a bad, guy.
5: a bad guy. Yeah, a lot of
2: people were not pleased about
5: that. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm sorry, but yes, Mission Impossible, and Mr. Phelps, Mr. Phelps.
0: There's one. The South Park movie. Mm-hmm. That's true. Bigger, longer, uncut.
2: Blame Canada. Mm-hmm.
5: When in doubt, anyway.
4: Mm-hmm. Shut your. No. Okay. <laughs>
5: Technically, just make more yourself. Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, I mean, <laughs> are you going? Are you going
4: with the Twilight Zone?
3: Ooh. I Twilight Zone's on the list. I did. The movie was good. It wasn't great. So I mean, I'm not saying it has to be a good. Okay, one. well then yeah. I would go Twilight. You can go Twilight Zone then.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh,
3: Untouchables. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Touchables. X-Files. Yeah. Untouchables. X Files. Those movies were Yes. No, they. Uh, they yeah, yeah. Adam's Family. Tales from the Crypt. Simpsons. Simpsons. Yes. Batman.
0: Charlie's Angels. True.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb.
4: <laughs> Such a dumb movie.
0: It's so great, though. It's so much fun. I know.
4: Mm-hmm. Commodore Schmidlap.
0: <sighs> oh, man. Yeah.
4: Let's meet in my next Halloween costume. Commodore Schmidlap. It's just
2: a fun name to say. Schmidlap.
4: So you can figure out who I am. I'm just going to carry around four little piles of dust.
1: Cocaine John. I'm the
4: cocaine bear. <laughs> i just get a bear costume and just dump a bunch of talcum powder on the nose. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a bunch of Halloween costume ideas now. C2E2 is on Friday, so. <laughs> well, cocaine bear Are you going? I'm going on Friday. Just 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 right, By yeah. yourself? Yeah. No family thing this yeah. year. No. We had we had to buy like
1: a what's new roof. What's the we had to buy like a new roof and what's all the big things, draw so. Chris Evans
4: is gonna be there? Okay. This year. Like half the cast of Smallville is gonna be there. I feel like there's a lot of anime people that I don't know. But yeah, Chris Evans and I think there's a couple of other couple of the big Marvel people that are supposed to be there. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, I'm going on Friday. I was able to get a free ticket for Friday, so
0: well done. Because you're a highly known podcaster. Yes. No.
4: No, it's the teacher ticket. That that pro ticket you can apply for as a teacher. Okay. You can pay for the whatever. But don't like they
1: know you're not a teacher? Forty dollar
4: one. Educator. Yeah, I don't even think <laughs> you're one
1: of those. Hey.
4: I know. Believe I'm educating people every day. <laughs> 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 they just aren't children. Well.
0: Well. <clears throat> never mind. Now, Let's not talk easy, about behavior. Down, easy now. <laughs> yeah.
2: People do listen. How uh-huh. many <laughs> people do listen?
0: Biologically, other than Jason and D, I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, yes. <laughs>
2: Hi, boys.
4: Our listeners are all in Oklahoma, so it, it, I should be safe. Well. All right. Any other? I think my answer would have either been Star Trek or maybe The X Files. Yeah. Although, as a kid, I was a huge Ninja Turtles fan. Uh, I, 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 I think that might have that.
1: been my
3: answer. Yeah, Mission Impossible would have been the one that I like. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I thought of ones, I'm like, yeah, but. I'm yeah. Mission Impossible is pretty awesome. That was a good trans. Yeah, I, I, in fact, I like that better than the TV show. I like the movies better than the TV show. I, yeah,
5: I've got to go back and rewatch. I don't know if it's just the date of it, but you know.
2: well, that's what I was going to say. Do you think that had to do? I think with it has a, with and I think setting, has a lot to do with I mean, that. I think it has a lot to do with yeah, that. Yeah,
3: you got Cruise in there. I think he does a great job. And the job budget. Yeah. I mean. Yeah.
2: Heck, even Star Trek. You talk about the the transition from TV to movies. Just the budget and what they're able to get away with. I mean, those I mean, are pretty. You know.
3: They're just pretty good, quick. I mean, you're engaged the whole time, like yeah. this film. slow parts in those. Yeah, way to bring it
0: back full circle. Nicely yeah. yeah. done. That's why we pay you what we pay you. That's right. Yes.
4: Yeah. The podcast stipend that we have. Um, um,
3: some or whatever. You me- if
4: you want <laughs> some more, I'll get you some more.
3: Yeah, fun, You good? good? Fun drive okay, home. All right. Some rubbing alcohol. <laughs> 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 a bottle of alcohol is he gave. It's not <laughs> rubbing alcohol. What rubbing alcohol. It has a very <laughs> peaty.
4: <laughs> it has a very peaty kind of woodsy kind of a flavor. Pete who? <laughs> <laughs> not, no. <laughs> Pete's flavor. Pete. What the are you cat. talking about? Pete the cat. He's got some. He's got Pete? some, some groovy. Assholes? He's got some groovy buttons. Pete the cat. Nobody. You got kids? I. I'm, I don't know, you know who Pete, Pete the, the cat? cat. Thank you. Okay. Good. Somebody does. No. Somebody out there does. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, my yeah, Pat doesn't know either. Pat doesn't know. Fine, whatever. You're not right. missing much. Okay. Pat just I mean, Bang Bangles the clown over on his. Bangles <laughs> the
5: clown. <laughs> what, what's That's the, yeah. is your cat's name. That's a different. <laughs> Are, are we ripping on the cat now? <laughs> oh, Be careful. that was fighting words.
1: Just careful. <laughs> well, whenever he says his cat's
3: name, it makes me think of it. There's, I, whenever he tells me stories, like he was on the couch, I'm like, I just picture a big clown sitting on the couch. Because the name of it is what?
5: Doodle. Doodle. Oh. and <laughs> Doodles is a clown in my head. However, you did have a cat named. <laughs> Which one? Bozo. Yeah, we did. We so, did. I mean, oh, you know, well. like... like That's
3: what I, that's what I picture, too. When you see Bozo, <laughs> it's just there's a big... <laughs> 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 he's jumping up on the furniture again. There's a big clown up there going... <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'm going to get you. <laughs> Go home. He's laying there purring on the bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Do we have
4: any final thoughts about movie. the fugitive?
3: Pet clown. What? <laughs>
4: any final thoughts about the fugitive? See
2: it. If you haven't, yeah. what's wrong with you?
5: Yeah, it's a great movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Thinking about the clown now. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of disturbing. It's a little rough. All right. Well, on that note. It's like Chuckles the Clown in America. Yeah. Yeah. Andy in Peace.
4: On that note, we are the 30-something Movie Podcast. You can find more of our episodes at 30podcast.com. Whether you like
0: it or not. That's Whether you are.
4: like it or not. Like, maybe <laughs> like apologizing for this episode. Check out U.S.
3: Marshals. Yeah, yes. oh, and definitely
4: check out U.S. US
1: marshals. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Our next few episodes for the next couple of months, the month of April, is our Location, Location, Location month, our Patreon episode. If you're not over there on Patreon, jump on Patreon and go join us over there as a co-executive producer. Our big episode that month, this month of April, is the Razzies of 1993. We're talking about Indecent Proposal, Body of Evidence, Cliffhanger, Last Action Hero, and Sliver. Our Patreon shorts are Sleepaway Camp from 1983 and Evil Dead Rise from 2023. And then our regular episodes for the month of April are, they all have a location in the name, Sleepless in Seattle, A Bronx Tale, Gettysburg, and Philadelphia. And in the middle of all that, we're actually going to throw in a very special episode that only Pat was on, coming out I think on April 13th, is the Bond movies special that you did with, what, three Four other podcasts? Four other podcasts. Four other podcasts? Yeah. Okay. So our buddies over at the Shirley You Can't Be Serious podcast gave me a, sent me a copy of that one, so we're going to put that one up on our feed as well. So that will be in the middle of the month of April. You get to find out who Pat picked as the, was it like the, the greatest Bond girl of all time? or It so was the, the
5: Bond girl draft.
4: Bond girl draft, that's Drafted what it was, yeah. Bond girl's into
5: your team. What are you just
0: grabbing in the air there? <laughs>
1: I got.
5: I got Folks, nothing. the visuals are a thing.
1: <laughs> Maybe we should go what back the, to
0: Zoom.
4: What were the What were the names Homer Simpson came up with? It was Chesty Larue,
0: Hootie McBoobity. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> Good night, Hootie. <laughs> <And then laughs> Busty Sinclair.
0: You're honking a horn. What's happening there? <laughs> he
2: keeps
4: doing it. He's the only one that didn't have any <laughs> no, that's a thing. Know, that's we
3: don't like know what's in that anymore, bottle. Right? Oh, that's true. That's a <laughs> no, no, pretty big bottle, bottle over there. bottle's <laughs> empty. To
4: be fair, I didn't have any grambouille. Oh, that's either. true. You didn't eat it. Well, you had some. You had other stuff. But. I did. And then the month of May is our action month. The good stuff. Our Patreon is American Graffiti from 1973. Our Patreon shorts are going to be both from 1983. One is Local Hero. The other one is The Hunger. And then our regular episodes for the month of May are In the Line of Fire, yes. Demolition Man, which I'm really excited about. Loaded weapon one, mm. striking distance Excellent. and the three musketeers. Excellent. So that's what we going on what we got going on for the that's month of May. Kiefer Sutherland Three Musketeers. It is the Kiefer Sutherland Three Musketeers. Right. And the I've what is it? Oliver Platt Oliver is Platt. in that one. They, the and, guy that plays yeah. the
3: lawyer and everything yeah. yeah. i Yeah, yeah. Now I kinda do remember it.
4: Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so, so that's what we got coming up in the month of May. So come back, check those out. And like I said, if you have not gotten on to Patreon, head on over there. You get all kinds of bonus content. At this point, I think we're up to like 55 bonus episodes that you would unlock if you join us over there. So and
0: great ideas for more that we're just not going to reveal yet. Absolutely.
4: We do have actually some great ideas for we more. Do. So And some some older movies. We're I feel like the one
0: that, we, that I texted about. Oh, yeah. yeah. It'd be tough to fit that into a 15-minute. It's not going to be a 15-minute one. Okay. We're going to do a full... That one,
4: there's a couple. I got one from 1953. We're going to throw cause in because we can do a
0: comparison of of all of the retellings of. That's
4: actually you and I were kind of talking about that. So Except that 1970 would
0: be a really good version idea. with Charles Grodin because, I mean, we could mention it. Except the
3: one with the girl, the actress. Talk about the you talking about the one with who's the main act who's who's the the yeah, main yeah. actress
4: in it. Um, yeah, I know. I'm blanking out on two. I don't remember. Anyway. Yeah.
3: Anyway. It's
5: compelling um. <laughs> discussion. Yeah. <It's> yeah. Happening. <laughs> that that <laughs> movie with <laughs> that one person. <laughs> it was that's
4: The that's Force Awakens. Jessica Lane. Yeah. Galang. The Force Awakens. That's what
3: we're thinking. Jessica Lane. Yeah. 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 Good. Yes. I am the walrus. Yeah. 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 I am the walrus.
4: All right. It was fun to be sure. back together again, guys, in Ooh. person. Hey. This was hey. great. This is awesome. fantastic. We're going to do this again soon. Are recording
5: American Graffiti soon? Yeah. I'm fired up for that movie. Well, you should be. It's got cars. Yeah, the John Milner car. It's got Harrison Ford. Yeah. Yeah. We see the John Milner car. The new Mandalorian
4: spaceship makes more sense. Yeah. All right, everybody. Be excellent to each other. Go watch some good movies. We'll see you back here next time.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.